This episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by ProFlowers.com. My mom's birthday's this week, and you know what she loves? Flowers. Lots of people do. I do. Kevin does. I think Cool Greg does. Why not get the people in your life some flowers? There's Pro Flowers. You go there. Right now, Pro Flowers has a special offer just for our listeners. Get $10 off your purchase of $29 or more. This deal works on best-selling gifts like their 100 Blooms bouquet, a dozen red roses, or even their totally unique plant gifts. To snag this great deal, just go to proflowers.com and enter the code GREGGY at checkout. Tim's ordered Gia Pro Flowers before. You know what she said? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I get they're still together. So when they got, I'm sure she liked it. It was probably something like, Tim, these flowers are wonderful. Please pour me more wine. Pro flowers are guaranteed for seven days of your money back. They have a whole bunch of things that are quality checks. It's great. So go to pro flowers, not bro flowers, proflowers.com. Use the offer code Greggy at checkout to get $10 off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I felt good. Do it again. Producer slash seducer, oh, yeah. Nick Scarpino. <laughs> I added some extra ones in there that time, too. No, I appreciate that. Thank no you. problem. That's what I'm here for. I love you. Love you, too. Over there, the pure one, Tim Geddes. What, Tim Host? And joining him for the first time ever, joining his boys, the Dragon, Cisco. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he comes with his own nickname already. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't have to, to make one up. Awesome. awesome. Cisco, how the hell are you? I'm great. Thank you so much you, for coming. I'm great. Right. Thank you for you, coming Nick? through. I'm well. I'm Pure well. One? Hang Hella in good. All right. Hang All right. right. Let's get it popping. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. The dragon has come back to kind of funny. It's been a long time. You did the E3 like with us. Did and was Kevin, like, Kevin, did you like that? Did you like that? <laughs> He's playing with the acoustics, as they say. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. So you did the E3 show with us years yeah. ago, two years ago. Yeah. Then you did Kind of Funny Live too. Yes. But now you're officially on a proper Finally, kind of funny for the, show. For the first, for the very, very first time. And um, it's uh, kind of ironic because, well, not ironic, but um, I really, uh, you know, just kind of just wanted to get in here and, you know, be able to do. Well, we'll wait for that, but we didn't get to that part yet. No, no, don't do okay, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Don't worry about we'll it. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a legit kind of funny best, best friend. Absolutely. A lot of people, you know, they don't understand it sometimes. And yeah. like, wow, how do you know Cisco? I'm like, oh, he likes, he likes kind of funny. Yeah, man. I've been following you guys ever since um, way back in the day when you were doing uh, Beyond. And, yeah. You know. If, if memory serves, I think you told me that it was, you were stuck in a video game and a friend tipped you off for strategy guides and it said, was, go to IGN. It was. It was my, uh, my fiance. Ooh. Yeah. She actually turned me on to you guys um, because uh, I was stuck on some game. It might have been Ocarina of Time or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. And, um, you know, she turned me on to the site. And then I just kind of trickled over. I, I, I would see, like, um, you know, you guys do, like, little segments and sure. stuff. And I didn't know anything about the whole podcast thing. Um, but uh, when you would do your segments, I just thought you had, like, a kind of kind of witty thing. I would, you would get me to kind of chuckle from time to time. So I just kind of started following you through the site. Yeah. And then, you know, it got to, you know, the beyond. And then that's when I started, you know, meeting everybody. Sure. So it kind of grew to, you know, what we have here. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, man, we, we, we were following. Uh, I was following you, man. Thank you. You're a good man. I was following you long before then, you know. Of course, I, so, I, remember, so, yeah. I remember the thong song. That's, we what, all do. that's what the ladies say. That's yeah. what the ladies say. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know. 
This is the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get each and every episode early along with a bunch of exclusive perks and goodies and things and Nick will send you some hair sometimes. Yeah, if you want it. We got lots of it. <laughs> That's what you should start doing for your thing where you trim it and then you, you, you what? You, it's going to be a good one. You do the no, card, the fan mail, and then you just tape a piece <laughs> of hair to it. Say nothing and just put Nick. Exclamation! How about if I do like more of like a glitter bomb, but with my chest hair, like my shaved off chest hair? So like open the envelope, up, pop. All the chair. Let's falls, not like, do that, guys. That's no. It that's won't not go the up in the air. So much, yeah, you might, you might inhale some of it and have a part yeah, of me like, inside of you. Have like one of those creepy messages where you like cut like uh, letters out. From <laughs> I hope you like this fan mail, fan. <laughs> like this if you got no bucks to toss, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we put the show up topic by topic day by day until it goes up as one big video and MP3 the following Friday. Tim. Yes. What's your topic? Cisco. I thought so. Oh, I want to hear everything. That's the thing. So, so obviously we, we, we know you, like we have a cursory knowledge of you from being, from like growing up listening to your music. Okay. But, but having talked to you for the last like two hours. Yes. I've learned so many things about you, and I just want to go deeper. Behind the scenes, I want to go music. deeper mm-hmm. into Cisco. We didn't well, do our behind wrong. the music yet, but it's, it's coming, actually. Um, well, what do you want to know? Well, the weird thing about it is, like, we, since we've struck up the friendship, where mm-hmm. I will text you and you'll call me about video games and we talk, mm-hmm. it is that thing of, like, sure, I remember Thong Song. I remember uh-huh. Wild Wild West. Uh-huh. I remember us. Cisco! And you come in, like, oh, who does you know, who doesn't remember these moments? Right. We know that. But it's like, then just in the car, you like, draw, oh, yeah, and I used to date Beyonce in this. And we're all oh, like, huh. And you're like, wait. you're like, hey, I was in this thing, and I was in this movie. And I was like, whoa, what up? We were friends. Okay. I'm, well, here, let me, go, let, let me go this way. You have a photo of you and Beyonce on a red carpet. I missed that. That, that wasn't anything, in, right? that <laughs> wasn't in my Cisco right. memory <laughs> banks. Okay. That was, That's, uh, that was the uh, MTV movie awards. We hosted that together, but me and Beyonce were just like friends. We sure. To, sure. Sure. We were, we were on a uh, tour a lot in the beginning of our career. So, you know, we used to, you know, call each other. I knew her, her mom and her sisters and yeah. stuff. So mm. we were just no friends. Deal. We didn't. Just the Knoll sisters. It never really went like. Uh, Damn, Greg trying to start gossip. I'm not yeah. starting anything. I misinterpreted <laughs> the photo. Come in. You're having tea. We look like we were, we were, but it was because we generally got along. Sure. So that's why we look so comfortable. That's how me and Kevin look. Which, by the way, Beyonce, I don't know her today that she's, you know, married to Jay-Z. Sure. And I knew Jay-Z back in the day, too. But, um. See, when that's what I'm talking about. When you drop like stuff like that, like that, that's the... And you're like, oh, and I was shooting this movie and I met this guy. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, my, like my first on-screen kiss was with Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. that Now, that one's true. That was all the way... <laughs> oh, my God. All the way true. And Mila, um, Mila is, is, is a very, very nice person, man. When we, we were shooting the movie Get Over It, um, it was uh, myself, uh, Colin Hanks, Ben Foster, um, Zoe Zaldana, uh... uh um, no big deal. Just one of the guardians wait, of the galaxy. It was a, but it was a, uh, she was in uh, the first Spider Man. Um, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Kirsten Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Yeah. She yeah. was in it as well. And um, Sm- hashtag Dunst. Smash the Dunst. Yeah. We tried to get her play Smash Brothers, nope. and it never worked out. It turns out there's a different connotation to that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. That's a legit kind of funny story Greg that Miller. I did not know. I am old. Man, um, but no, she was. Everybody was really cool. Um, especially that. That is that funny. It really is. Um, Everybody was really cool, but Mila was like especially cool because this was way back in 2001, mm-hmm. and we we're on the set, 
And I'm, you know, we're just shooting the breeze. You was, know, this, but, was this when she was doing that 70s show? Do you remember if that was that? It was I can't remember what right the time, after right that. Right after, okay. Or like, I think it was like towards the end. Okay, because that show was that show was huge. That's yeah, awesome. and so she was telling me um, that she was shooting, um, she was doing some voiceover work for a new uh, cartoon called Family Guy. Mm. And I was like, wow, is it cool? Is it funny? She was like, oh yeah, it's really funny. I was like, man, you should give him a nod. Like, see if I can go, you know, read for him or whatever. And she gets me a read, um, and so I go to read for uh, Brian the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, you know, uh, Seth uh, Seth McFarlane, the creator, mm-hmm. um, apparently he didn't like any of the uh, auditions for Brian. And so that's why when you hear Brian the so dog, it's, it's just his like natural voice. That's fascinating. Um, what a different world of Cisco is Brian the dog oh, and a Family Guy. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Where, who, no, that was, Seth Green's in that show, right? Yeah, he's Seth Chris. Seth Green. Who is he? He's Chris. He does oh, Chris. Chris. Yeah, he said he, he drew that inspiration from um, uh, the uh, Buffalo Bill. From, oh um, right, Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you can totally see that. That yeah. totally makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, so, but by the way, that kudos to Mila Kunis because that made me respect her. Like, I I loved her from that seventy show, but then when she came at, with with uh, Family Guy, I was like, this per, this girl's awesome. Yeah, and wasn't like, she um, not even the first one? Though? No, was, there was uh, a there was a different. What's her name? The, first the, the girl yeah. from Mean Girls, and she speaks fluent um, Russian. Mila, can, oh yeah, can you that's imagine right. that that's right. like right before a hot kiss scene, like you know, she's like. Like, can you speak Russian? And she, she just, like, that wasn't what she said. I think I might have said a curse word. In it. <laughs> <laughs> offended all three people exactly. that we have there. I'm sorry. I know Russian, Cisco. That <laughs> is not what she said. But okay, so, Absolutely not. So that sounds amazing. I want to know about the thong song. Wait, no, let's <laughs> go about? back, though. I want to know, because you, you blew my mind earlier when you were like, a lot. all this stuff happened to you when you were like 20. Right, so uh, I want to know. That was before. Well, I mean, when I got into when, when you when you started to blow up, it was like in your early twenties. So I want to know how you oh, well, got we, to that point. Like, walk me through some of the earlier steps that led you to 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 being in Drew Hill. This is show timeline. Yeah, give me the timeline. Sure, I'll, I'll I'll do the quick version. Um, when we were fourteen years old, uh, we had gotten signed by a label, and us and Destiny. Destiny's Child had gotten signed at the but same. What were you doing before? So what were you doing time. before that that got you signed? You guys were performing locally, like what was nah. Um, we were we were only fourteen years old, so you know around that time, like Boys the Men and Joe to see. Were they looking to out. put together kind of another group like that? Like, was no, it, nobody was looking for anything. Okay, it's just when Boys the Men started singing, you know, how do I say goodbye to yesterday? Fuck yeah! Uh, next thing you know, everybody's like, all all these everybody's trying to form a group and get under a lamppost and. Sing do I how do you know and uh, and so we were you know some fourteen year olds that tried to do the same thing. I mean it was attack of the you know boy bands and groups and everybody was trying to be a group and everybody was trying to be a boy band. And so so did you guys start performing like like with local things? We started performing locally and and the church thing you were saying too. I was I I only sang uh, uh, gospel music um, because I didn't really look at myself as a singer because I was dancing. I was kind of known to be a dancer before I was known to sing because I only sang in church. Then one of the members of my group, whom I didn't know could sing, um, actually invited me to be in a group that they had right around when we had just gotten into like high school. And um, and so, you know, we started singing with that group and, you know, we formed a group and then we performed at a talent show. And that's when we met our manager, Kevin Peck. And he had a, it, it was a talent show at um, Morgan State College. And he had a group, and his group um, uh, actually won the talent competition. Son of a bitch. And we were like uh, 
second place or something. Mm. And that day, he like fired his group and hired wow. us. And so he piled us in, you know, his uh, sexy BMW or something. And he had this like fly girl with him. And we just, you know, piled our uh, stinky teen bodies in the back. <laughs> oh, it smelled like teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funky. I mean, you know, that, that funky teen mm-hmm. smell. And man, he took us Nick to Burger well. King, which. You know, back when you're 14 years old, like Burger King is like. So you're telling me I can get the value meal? <laughs> I don't need to stick to the dollar but it's menu. Burger King, like not McDonald's. This is Burger King. This yeah. is a this is a Whopper. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. I still put by the way, I still put the Whopper above all of it. You're an idiot, yeah, crazy. man. That was like a, that was like a steak back then. So he goes, he speaks to all of our parents and says he wants to work with us. Um, fast forward like a couple months later, we get an opportunity to sing for a record executive, um, and they signed us. Um, way back when we were 14 the name of our group back then was 14 Carat Harmony because we were 14 you see yeah oh yeah, yeah that makes sense that's it awesome. seems like that's, you're giving yeah. yourself a limited window to make it big with that but yeah it was a, hey we didn't know it was because we because I was I've always been in the jewels so sure so the 14 Carat Harmony we got signed we're sitting in the lobby of this of this record label now I don't want to call the record label out um, because they had us and Destiny Child before anything mm. so us and destiny child are sitting in the lobby then and granted i don't know b at this beyonce yeah, at this yeah. moment did you know kelly like, what's i up, didn't kelly? know any no i didn't know any any one of them they didn't know us right and I mean, you guys uh, all we really just knew young. that we just saw this hot girl group and we were you know the guy group and yeah so you know boom we get signed and what you know we got sat on the shelf they sat oh, us wow. on the shelf and they sat destiny child on the shelf so then it took us a, um, now needless to say, when I got this uh, record deal, I go back to school the next day after we get the record deal, right? Like, fuck you, fuck yep. you. I never liked, I never liked you. I never liked you. Yes. Right? Yes. You'll see me in the papers. See you at the top, bitches, right? He shows, he's 14, he shows up in a Lambo. Just <laughs> it, it was at the end of the year too, right before summer. Oh, God. So I was like, F you all, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Dude, so we get sat on the shelf. Humble lesson number one. Yep. um, That uh, that the universe was teaching us. If I wouldn't have said F everybody, we might have came out earlier. (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) Come back the next year. Hey, Mr. Record Deal, whatever (laughs) happened to F us? I'm like, shut up. You know what I mean? So uh, now I have no choice but to get my grades up because I didn't know if we were going to get signed. Um, we do the Apollo. We won the Apollo. Nice. Um, and this whole time we're trying to get off of this contract that we signed. We finally get off the contract. We decide that we don't want to sing anymore. We become a gospel group. Um, so I'm working at this place called the Fudgery, where you like uh, make fudge and sing songs. It's it's it, yeah. It does this sound funny. If you, the fact that I'm short is almost like a Kibra elf and <laughs> just, <laughs> I know that feeling. Making fun. This is, so. Is this Baltimore? This is Baltimore. I was gonna say because they do this in St. Louis too, where they got the whole thing. And I know like, they, yeah. they flew me there. You might have saw me there. They flew me there because I, uh, um, we had made. I was making so much money at the fudgery. And, um, Wait, no, <laughs> they really flew. I thought yeah. you misunderstood. The fudgery flew you yes. to the St. They flew me because they uh, we had like a, a competition around the whole United States for all the fudgeries. Okay. And whoever made the most money, <laughs> it's, it's, it does sound that funny, right? Whoever made the most money, you would get like a bonus check. So sure. if, you was, if you were uh, number one, you would get a $50 bonus check. Number two, you would get and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. 
And so I, you know, that extra fifty bucks. Hell yeah! Back in the eighties, I mean, you know, like early, like early nineties, that was a lot of money. Yeah. So you know, I worked really hard to get that extra money, and so we were selling so much uh, expeditiously, more than all the other stores, and they decided to actually fly me um, over the summer to different fudgeries, and every fudgery I would go to would end up being like number one um, in the then region. What would you sing? Anything like uh, didn't matter. No, like uh, like instead of saying, isn't she lovely? It was like, isn't Fudge lovely? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, I love it. <laughs> so wait, were you Cisco at the time? Yeah. I mean, like, I, when, I, when, when did Cisco? I got that name because, like, you know, my head's, like, kind of wavy or whatever. And, you know, being in the inner city, whatever physical attribute you had would be, that like, your, your name. That's your nickname. Yep. Like, you know, the dark-skinned guy's name was Black. You know, the chubby guy, they used to call him gel because it was like jelly. And they called me Cisco because it was like, because uh, we didn't really see any other races other than, you know, either black person or white person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they was like, hey, Cisco, go get me a taco. And I'm like, shut up. Because if you had like, you know, wavy hair, okay, it was like yeah. you look like uh, Spanish or Hispanic something. or Cuban, yeah. So that, that. so that, that nickname kind of stuck or whatever. And so basically... We uh we won Apollo. We were working. Um, we decided not to sing anymore because we just got it was just a traumatizing scenario. If you can understand me telling everybody to f you and then not getting into the music. <laughs> I mean, I can show. imagine that might sure. be a little embarrassing. So, yeah. lastly, man, um, this guy uh, that we working with came up. He said, "Hey, man, can y'all come up to this record label and sing for this one uh, last record label?" We was like, um, "You know, we don't do that no more. We a gospel group." He was like, "I tell you what, you go sing for these guys, and if nothing happens." You can go. I don't care. If, I, I don't care what you do. You know, I won't bother you again. Mm-hmm. We go up. We sing for this guy. Uh, he plays um, uh, this song called uh, "Tell Me," which was our first single. He plays "Tell Me." Um, he stops the uh, the recording, and we sang it back to him. And like him and his colleagues is like looking around, like that was fucking amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So they go and they take like one of those pieces of yellow uh, scrap. Uh, paper, yeah, like a legal pad, right? And they ba- basically wrote our contract up on that. Wow. And at the time, um, all of the other guys was about to turn eighteen, and I, uh, I had already turned eighteen, um, so I was the only one that could really sign it without consent. <clears throat> so you signed it with a capital Q in Cisco? No, it's and not. Like, <laughs> the rest was history. I had to, I had to learn that. That came later. We used to practice our signatures, though. So that's that's the thing. Practice your signature. It'll. It'll prep you for being, you know, a superstar. Um, and uh, and so basically, we signed that. Uh, he said, the, the guy was like, hey, do you guys like this song? He was like, yeah. He said, can you see yourself singing it? We was like, yeah. He's like, okay, on one condition. We was like, what? He was like, you got to sign to my label. So it was like, hmm, fudgery record deal, fudgery right, record right. deal. In the back of your head, you're thinking, all oh, those motherfuckers <laughs> at that school. Wait, that dude, talked shit to me the school. second time. That's what I'm, I'm saying. going back to that high school and I'm talking about it, it wouldn't even matter because we would we had just graduated. Right, right, right. So it was like we didn't have to go. I mean, because remember, uh when we first got signed, it was when we first started high school. Right. Oh, when we got signed again, mm, we so were doing all of we high school. Leaving, we got signed yeah. Again. Oh, crazy. I had to eat humble pie, and that's why today I'm like much more humble because I was I learned. At an early age, um, you know, and and you know, I think that's just the universe's way of preparing you for success. Because man, it would suck if I was a dick now, you know. 
So, um, <laughs> I mean, anyway, yeah. um, so uh, he, he said, do you guys like this song? Yeah. You see yourself singing it? Yeah. He said, okay, one condition, you sign our label. So we signed to the label. We recorded it that night for wow. uh, for um, the Eddie soundtrack with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. And we got home, and then we had to find a name. Um, so at the time that we got signed, our name was Legacy. But it was another band called Legacy, and also they thought it sounded too much like Jodeci, and they thought that we sounded similar to Jodeci, mm-hmm. so that didn't really work. Then they was like, what's that park that everybody drives around um, in the summertime? We was like, Drew Hill? They was like, that's y'all name. I was like, no! <laughs> I didn't want it to be Drew Hill because I hadn't really been anywhere except for Baltimore and the places that the Fudgery had flown me. Um, Shout out to the fudgery. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me there's going to be a story in this segment where you go to the fudgery and just buy all the fudge. Dude, honestly, <laughs> we were we were we were about to work together, and um, recently they've been like some of their clo- uh, shops have been closing. Oh. So they should. That's the power of not we, having Cisco anymore. Th- they should have got with me from Jump Street. And, yeah. You know, um, but uh, man, we so you know we did that, and then a week later, um, they said that that was gonna be our name, dude. I was almost tears. Yeah, and it's just a testament to one of those things where your world is so small, um, and you don't really realize how um, big yet small the world is until you get into it. Sure. And man, it was like for us, everybody knew what Drew Hill was, but we hadn't. The world didn't know yet, right. and it ended up, you know, being you know a, a great, cool, a cool name. Yeah, it's definitely great. So, were you worried? You were just worried that it was, like, it was too small, small town feeling, or that, yes. that it just wasn't. I thought it was too small town feeling. It's like you know, when you're from a small town, I mean, you're thinking, you're not thinking about the big picture, right? right, right. All you believe is, oh my god, like really, Drew Hill, that was the best you can come up with. But when you know you're living on the West Coast. And you hear Drew Hill, you're like, oh, that's fucking cool. That's a cool yeah, call back to dope. where you came from. Everybody right? yeah. thought that I was Drew. And it's a Drew Hill in like a lot of cities, too. There's one in Atlanta and there's one. And that's the Everywhere Chicago. you go, you just act like yeah. that's their Yeah, it's like, yeah it's Lincoln Hill. Park is the same thing where it's like, right. that sounds yeah. like a thing where I'm like, I don't know where it is. But I, and then time I see a Lincoln Park, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. It's never Lincoln the Lincoln Park. Park. Right. But, but yeah. it was really Druid Hill Park. Okay. Druid mm. Hill Park, which is, um, which is funny because we will always just say Drew Hill. And um, that's, you know, that's the way we say it in, in the inner city. What, the Druid was like left out. It was just Drew. So that's why how right. we ended up uh, spinning it. And it was crazy because one of our guys that was in the group, he's like really like a, you know, like a really, you know, grew up in the church kind of guy. Like if you ever saw the uh, movie, um, if you ever saw that movie, Five Heartbeats. No. <laughs> If you ever saw the Five Heartbeats, he's the dude choir boy. Like he, okay. he's the, he was the church guy. You know the quintessential church guy in the sure. black R and B group. This was this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so everything about the group from day one when we got signed just rubbed his mom wrong and rubbed mm-hmm. him wrong, and that comes full circle to the story uh, I was telling you yeah, earlier that I'm sure yeah. we'll get to later. But man. He hated the fact that it was Druid Hill Park because it was like a Druids. pagan yeah, yeah. and the Druids. He hated the whole dragon thing because it said that the drag the, they called the devil the dragon in, in the Bible mm-hmm. and and then it's just crazy because then you go around. So if you guys had been Legacy, it probably would have been no, but okay it would have been the Jodeci thing, right, 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 because right. Jodeci for to him do, for him it would have been oh, oh I guess oh would have been Jodeci oh no for him man it was his mom always was like wanting him to sing wanted him to sing gospel. gospel. And so he always kind of felt like he was letting her down. So almost 
it's like even though he was dead, I almost kind of felt like it was pulling teeth. Like every time we would have to do something, it was almost like you had to talk him into doing almost everything that we were doing that we mm-hmm. worked so hard to do. And it was just, it was just weird. But you know, we got there, and a week later, uh, uh, I was driving my mom's car, going to pick her up from work, and and then our song comes on the radio, and dude, I'm like driving, and it was like an outer body experience, and my body, my soul came out and sat in the passenger seat while I was driving, and I didn't blink the whole time, and it was like, then when the song went off, I kind of, kind of pulled over, put the car in park. It's like, yes! Oh, woo! We made it! I mean, dude, hearing, being a musician and hearing your song on the radio, yeah. it was, it, it was mind-blowing for one. For two, uh, people kept calling in and was like, can you play it again? Can you play it again? And it was like, Baltimore's own. Dude, they played that song like 50 times that day. And uh, then the song just blew up and then it went platinum and every single that we released commercially um, or album from that moment on either went platinum or multi-platinum. Wow. And that's a million for you guys. If you want to know what platinum is, it's a million records sold. Mm-hmm. Or it's getting all the trophies in a PlayStation. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> very similar. Very similar accomplishments. I mean, I'm not saying I have a lot of platinum yeah. too. I'm just putting no, it No, that's true. You know, I think Cisco has more platinum. Same platinums. amount of hours. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then, okay, so you go from the Drew Hill thing, then thong song eventually no, happens. No, that was a... That, I want to get to the thong I'll, song. I'll get to it. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. We'll do the quick version. So... Um, and that was a quick question. I, I hope it wasn't too long. You're doing no, great. Don't worry about it. Awesome. Everyone's enjoying awesome. this. Joey so Noel's yeah. riveted right now. Awesome. Wherever she is. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, fast forward to, uh, through the first album, first album goes multi-platinum, every single platinum or gold. Um, uh, we are slowly becoming, you know, the next Boys the Men. I always say if you take Boys the Men and Jodeci and mix them together, you kind of get our group because we kind of had like that kind of street savvy, but we had like a pop appeal that was like engaging. Mm-hmm. And I just learned from a lot of the people that I met in the industry, um, kind of the kind of what you kind of want to become an icon. What does it take to get a star on a Walk of Fame? What does it take to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. These were the questions that I would ask uh, the people, my heroes. Who I, whom I, um, were my inspiration to get into the industry, and Michael Jackson was the number one inspiration. When I was like four years old, and I saw him do the moonwalk. I said, "That's what I want to do," mm. and so I basically like studied Michael, and I was just like, "What is it that Michael does that nobody does? Why is he so popular?" And I realized that he had a, it was a, it was a, he had like three things about himself that distinctively made Michael Michael. He had a distinctive look. If you were looking like Michael, you knew that you were trying to look like Michael. Mm-hmm. He had a distinctive sound, like a, a couple signature riffs, like a hee-hee, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then he had the signature move, which was the moonwalk. So if you look at my career, I got the signature, yeah, yeah. And then I got the signature hair, and then I got the one-hand jam, which is like my <laughs> signature move. So I was like, bam, I'm on the, on the track. And then it was ironic, but the, and this was ironic, Michael Jackson, back in 2001, flew me out to meet him. And when I met him, for one, he was much different than you think Michael Jackson would have been. Yeah. His voice Wait, was what, not. What year was this? This was 2001. Okay, this was 2001. Okay. And he uh, flew me out to meet him. And if you recall, that's when I disappeared. It was a mic drop moment for me. I met the person I was trying to emulate. It was just like done 
I don't have to achieve anything else. The guy that I wanted to be, like, wanted to meet me. I was like, dude, me, Justin Timberlake, freaking Usher, uh, you know, Chris Brown, we all doing our best Michael Jackson impression. And you yeah. fly me out to meet you, and everybody else got to fly to meet you, but you want to meet me. I was like, man, I guess I did the best Michael Jackson. Did <laughs> <laughs> you, you fly to L.A.? to that? No, no, no. He or? was working with Teddy Riley. Okay. Because um, Teddy Riley did my first single for my uh, second album, and he flew me out there, man. It was down in uh, Virginia, uh, Virginia Beach. Okay. And I met Paris, his daughter, oh, wow. and um, Blanket. They they were watching uh, Bambi, and I, you know I walked into his trailer, and you know uh, I was like, "Hey guys," and he was like, "Yeah," you know, like my dad's Michael Jackson. Who the hell are you? Right. <laughs> you know how many people walk in here every day and try to distract distract us from oh, Bambi? No, no, no. <laughs> not not in not in this trailer, dude. This was Michael's personal space, man. He was in the back of the Winnebago. And his kids were in the front of the Winnebago right. watching Bambi. And the lights were dim because it was close to their bedtime. So then Michael emerges from the back, right? I would... F- and, I, dude, I'm sitting there practicing what I'm going to say to Michael when I meet him. None of that came out. Like, he came out. I was just like, what's up, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> so I gave him a pound. And Michael Jackson gives the most hood pound. Like, the... What's up, man? You know what I mean? (laughs) Dude, and and he was, dude, he was like solid. Yeah. Yeah. You would expect Michael to be, he gave the impression that he was more delicate human being. He was, but then when you think about it, with all that isolating, all that pop Sure, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he was like, he was very, like, you couldn't, if you tried to move him off balance, he seemed like he could flip. Yeah, he throw you some judo stuff. It's like and, a um, and so I was like, dude, I was like, everybody uh, is trying to be you. Why would you want to meet yeah. me? Mm. He was like, with the voice, not, well, I think. He was like, well, I think. His voice was like uh, close to my octave. Not okay. not as deep, but it wasn't as high pitched. Like that. all of that is was for us. Mm. That was mm. like an act for Just us. part of the persona. Yeah, yeah. That was MJ. If you look at his memoirs, he wrote wrote it down that he wanted to change from Michael Jackson to MJ, mm-hmm. and MJ was the persona, like the the dragon or Sasha Fierce that that Beyonce does. And he was like, "Man, I think you're very talented, and you're gonna go far in this industry." And then that was 2001, where literally when I disappeared, like <laughs> then everybody was looking at hell. Let's go, go. Because it was <laughs> it was it was like I was going through some some legal crap with my label and stuff, and it just. At that moment, I had kind of achieved everything I wanted to achieve because prior to that, because you was asking how we got to the thong song, prior to that, the biggest thing that happened to my group was um, when Will Smith asked us to be a part of the Wild Wild West. So that was before thong song? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got my timeline all messed up. Yeah, Yeah, we were multi-platinum. My my group and I, Drew Hill, were multi-platinum way before, like years before I even did thong song. And um, what happened was... We had just came off of a European tour where uh, NSYNC and 98 Degrees were opening for us. And, right, it's crazy, right? But no, because it's crazy because I, I ended Roll up opening for them like when they You're did the most You're telling me Nick Lachey opened for you. Huh? Yeah. Oh, no. They played us in football, too. They whipped our ass. Because <laughs> we was in Germany, like, playing football. And, and you know, we're, you know, freaking four black guys. So we had on... 
snow suits and because dude, it was the snow was hot. Mm-hmm. Yo, Nick and those guys came outside in like some sweaters, <laughs> and the snow was deep. Yo, they was running through that snow. Him and his brother. <laughs> yo, yo, if you they could didn't just even picture care it, it wasn't 98 degrees. If you picture it, it was, it was fucking, was I had no choice but to laugh. I wanted to win, but it was no it was no way we could match their speed because they was running around with like in just jeans. Yeah. You're like, you look like the Michelin, Michelin right. man out and there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. They, they beat us horribly anyway. Um, but, but every time I've seen those guys since then, they've always been so genuine. Man, me and me and uh, me and um, Joey Fatone used to used to hang out when we was on tour with NSYNC, and man, he was just so cool. That was my man. He seemed, Joey seems like a cool guy. He was cool. He was cool. Joey so was like, uh, and, and then man, we was on uh, tour. I was on I was on tour with uh, Backstreet Boys. I was I was supposed to be on the nine eleven flight, and that, that's, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, so we're shooting the video for the Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. We just got off tour. With- Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith asked you. Yes. And, and you were like, okay, and I guess we can make some time in our schedule. I guess we could. I guess we could. Yeah. At which, at the time, our label really didn't want us to do it because they thought that he wouldn't, like, he would take our street edge off. Mm. And mm. we were like, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's Will Smith. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't care what you're, you say we're doing this. And that was the beginning of the rub with the label anyway. Um, so we so we were on the set of the video. We just got off this tour. We had just gotten paid more than any other artist ever um, for a soundtrack to do uh, our song "How Deep" that was on the Rush Hour mm-hmm. soundtrack. Any anybody ever? They flew us to Hong Kong. We shot that video in Hong Kong, and that was my first time in Hong Kong. We met freaking Jackie Chan and his his uh, his his bodyguard. And dude, Jackie Chan's office was an entire building. Like Jackie a, Chan needs a bodyguard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Body. Jackie Chan's one of the, like, still is today one of the biggest stars on the planet. No, I understand that. Yo, but yeah. his bodyguard was like a little guy. That's what I'm saying. But I but, feel like Jackie Chan got this. But he no, like, broke enough, his finger. Enough. He could break his finger. Oh. Like, he broke his thumb. He showed us, like, he broke his thumb. Like, so basically, you can't put him in no handcuffs because he'll break his thumb. Come out Wait, the bodyguard or Jackie Chan? Like, like, he dislocates oh, wow. his thumb and just, like, and yeah. puts it back. Oh, fuck. Good. And he did, he, he did, like, some acrobatics and some splits and crap. And, it, it was pretty freaking awesome. We was hanging out with Brett Ratner. Yeah, you guys ever seen um, Rush Hour 2? Mm-hmm. Oh, Who yeah. hasn't seen the Rush yeah. Hours? <laughs> I haven't seen Rush Hour 3, but I've seen 1 and 2. Yeah. They're, they're all good. Okay. 3 is actually not, yeah. <laughs> but 1 and 2 is the best. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, which one was the, yeah. the one that ends in the, in the casino? Was that I think That, that was, was 2. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and 2, there. remember when they were um, at that uh, massage parlor mm-hmm. and all those girls came out? Of course. That's a real thing. Oh, yeah. How do you know, Cisco? Because... <laughs> because me, Brett Radner, I would never the whole frequent group, one of those establishments. Uh, because Brett shot uh, our video. Yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. when he shot that video, that was the first time I actually flipped in a video. And man, he like pulled my manager Kevin Peck aside, like, man, that kid's a star. And uh, because he, man, he just loves shooting us because you know Brett does Brett does movies. He doesn't do videos. Yeah. And um and, and how did that happen? Were they were they like, hey, we've got this video? They that's said we're coincide. shooting this movie. We're doing this soundtrack. Uh, and Brett was like, oh, I freaking love this song. Let me shoot the video because they so were already like, in sure, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we flew to freaking Hong Kong, man. We shot that's that awesome. video. And you got to pick whatever girl, any kind of. I mean, they were all Asian girls, but any kind of like body shape, tall, thin, curvaceous, whatever you wanted was right there. And this is to give you the massage. Yeah, just a massage. 
And <laughs> <laughs> the life you've led, Cisco. Oh my god, it's so good, so good. Dude, it was, it was, it was, it was freaking awesome. So, anyway, now this is all of this is before Th- this Wild is Wild West. Blowing my mind. This is before Wild Wild West. So we go to do Wild Wild West. We're on the set yeah. of Wild West. All of this stuff has happened. We're like, we have made it. We are on the top of the world. We are in the history books for getting paid more than any other artist ever for a soundtrack. We had money in our pockets, new jewels, new girls, new houses. NSYNC was opening for us. We're on the set yeah, of the Wild Wild West. I was going to say, and here comes the behind the music guy. And, and then, then comes, tragedy and then struck. Tragedy <laughs> absolutely struck. That guy, remember that? My old high school javelin that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier? <laughs> Which was Gospel my, guy. Was the gospel guy? Man, he, uh, we're on the set of the Wild Wild West. We just got finished um, hobnobbing with uh, with Stevie. We were playing a p- couple pickup games of basketball with Stevie Wonder. And um, he got that? You got that? I was what? like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, Stevie Wonder plays basketball? <laughs> no, he probably could, though. But uh, no, we was we was kicking it with Stevie Wonder, and um, which was gospel, gospel guy's favorite uh, uh, singer. Sure, sure. And right after that, man, we go to the room. We're looking at our clothes. We, you know, we got our trailer. And... Uh, you know, our guy, our gospel guy, he starts playing this gospel song called I Won't Complain. And, you know, everybody's just kind of, okay, well, maybe he's just playing gospel music. We know he likes gospel music. This is an interesting choice of songs, though. Like, why I Won't Complain? We have absolutely nothing to complain about. The dream has come true. We we made it. We Everything that we do, we grind it really hard. Because back then, when we first came out in the late, uh, like mid '90s, the internet wasn't that big, so we literally had to go to almost all 50 states personally mm. to get people to like us, and right. they really didn't like us initially because they thought we were like a fake Jodeci. Mm-hmm. So they really wasn't. We had to, we had to fight for what we obtained. And when we got there, and 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 Will Smith kicked open the door to that pop market, we felt like. Now, all of this stuff, anything before this was nothing. Now is where we're about to go to the next level. Yeah. And he played that I Won't Complain song, and he he quit he quit the group. He said, right I, there? Right that there day. on the set of the Wild Wild West that day. He said, I can't, I can't uh, do this no more. Um, I want to sing gospel, and I just can't do it no more. And we was like begging him, hey, man, could you at least finish the video? He's like, nah, it's just best that I leave now. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a, we got to go tell Will Smith that the people that he hired for his video, somebody quit. Yeah, It's like, like forget us. That's forget how look. you feel. We got to go tell this man. Like, are you even thinking about everybody? I mean, I, it's like, and at this time, you on one hand, you know, his, his mom was sick. So, you know... You you kind of gotta explain. Plus, he's our brother, and it's like you gotta under you you want to understand. On the other hand, you can't understand, and you're just trying to go through all these. You're doing the best you can to figure out how to deal with all these emotions because action. Because guess what? Now it's time for you guys to shoot the next scene. Yeah. Because we had just that's what happened. We had just shot the first scene, so he quit the group in between scenes. Oh my god! So if you look at that video of the Wild Wild West. You'll see in the beginning, it's like Will Smith and four guys, and I think uh, Kumo D. And then at the end, 
at the end is Will yes. Smith, Kumo D, and three guys. And if you look, yo, my hat is pulled down like all the way like this because I was freaking, I was, cr- I was bawling. Yeah, it, it'll come up real soon. Kevin's uh, putting it up here for right. an audio listener. I think eventually right. he's going to move it to the little See, this is an edit. They edited me into the front of the video because, oh. I had to, and this is, if you look kind of, you'll see my eyes look a little swollen because I was crying, dude. Uh, or not on that part, actually. Sure, sure, sure. Because but this is what you're talking about. This is why he calls you out, Cisco, right? Yeah, to kind of draw he attention. Added that later. That okay. Cisco, Cisco. So it essentially went from being a Will Smith and Drew Hill song to Yo, see, a. There you go. That guy with the afro. <laughs> it's going to be back. a close up coming. No, it's coming He's back. Got- it's coming up. We're going. It's going to come up right here. The uh, the guy with the afro. He's got on some glasses. Yep, see right there. You can't be done. Right okay. when we go, right after this, when we go, yeah. See that guy right there yeah. with the glasses on that was behind me? I don't know, Kevin. Yeah, see the guy with the afro on the far right? Yeah, that was yeah. him. Gotcha. So but this is scene one. Edit <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a little closer in the gotcha. front at first. Oh, my gosh. So he quits the group, and we got a finished tour. So now we started off as, as, uh, as four, and now... In real time, we have to figure out how to deal with this, how to deal with our fans, how to deal with our brand. Internally, I'm dying because Mm -hmm. I'm kind of got like a little bit of an A-type personality. Like everything, it's I'm the kind of guy that, you know, if 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 it's some forks and crap sitting on the table, I'll straighten them out. You know what I mean? Um, And so you're thinking to yourself, how the hell... Are we going from four to three? Right. How is this going like, to I don't, work? How is well, this mainly because the harmony. We yeah, got so exactly. much harmony. Musically, that's what I meant. And yeah. it's crazy because one of our guys is missing now. Um, um, he didn't. He didn't quit. Uh, uh, he took some time off to better himself. I thought you just meant he was missing. Oh no! You did a show and then he just disappeared. <laughs> like, no, well, we gotta no. find him, Cisco. <laughs> no, no, no. He uh, he he uh, he he wanted to do do some um, some self preservation, <laughs> so he left. But because we were so used to uh, having to deal with three. It was a lot easier doing it this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, man, in that moment, we thought, I, I thought it was over. I was like, and and the fans, the fans, I, I'll be honest with you, man, the fans were a little confused initially because they were like, what is what is Drew Hill now then? If it's, I, I knew you guys, I fell in love with you guys as these four guys. How can Drew Hill sustain without these four guys? Right. So it was like a little transitional period where we had to figure out what we had to do yeah. and basically reintroduce ourselves uh redefine to, it right redefine ourselves to our existing fans but then we were so big at the time we were gaining new fans who didn't even know the backstory yeah and that's when thong song came about because i wanted to do a solo album because will smith gave that awesome alley-oop of the cisco yeah. cisco he didn't have to do that and i was like yo if we try to we need to figure out how to restructure before we like jump back out there. Mm-hmm. Like instead of going directly on tour, maybe we need to, you know, do uh, maybe some you know smaller venues and stuff. Let's let's get our our, our rhythm groove back. Yeah, let's, let's get, get our groove there. before yeah, yeah, we sure. do that. I was like, so I tell you what, man. Since uh, Will gave me that alley oop, I'm gonna do my solo album. So I took my own money and I recorded my solo album. I had. The guys, the remaining members of the group, helped me uh, write and record the songs for the album. And then when I went to get my deal, I got everybody paid. When nice. I got when I got paid, I got everybody paid just to sit until while I did my solo stuff. And then every solo um, um, video I have, like my 
uh, group members are in it. Even the guy that quit was in the, was in Thong Song. Really? Like you, uh, if you look at the Thong Song video. Is he just shaking his head? He's <laughs> literally doing that. He's literally doing that. He, but instead of doing like this, he's doing like this. Okay, okay. But he did look like... Mm. I mean, I don't know. So it's like you, disapprovingly approving. You got to see. Like, this, okay. I love that. You got to see it. Sorry, not sorry. You got to see. Yeah. When you look at the video, you see some guys on a. Uh, it's, uh, Kevin's dragging it over. You, you see some guys on a pond. Dragging uh, it over. Okay. <laughs> Nick, you, right, Tim, you got to stop. <laughs> Yo, you see some guys. That was my daughter in the beginning. Yo, uh, when you see some guys, they're like on this. Uh, um, what is it called? Um, the lifeguard. Uh, yeah, post. the lifeguard tower. And those three guys, Are you I, guys, I'll show you the guy that quit. He showed up for the video. I was, I asked him, I was, hey, you want you want to show up for the video? Everybody get a free trip to Miami. He was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Drag it on over, Kev, so we're ready when it comes up. It, it's coming. Unless it, that's too hard for you to control. It's, yeah, it should be right when uh, we get on, it's right, right when, when we get, get on to the beach. beach. That was supposed to be Usher, actually. <laughs> I asked Usher to be in the video. He, he wanted me to fly down to him so he could tell me his idea for the video. I was like... No, I got, like, the, idea. got the idea. It's the right. thong song. I need a beach. beach. Right. <laughs> That's all we need. So that didn't really pan out, but it's all good. I love it's this a, so much. This is just the best video Yo, Joseph Kahn shoots this video. So that's I want right. to talk about that's that. A whole nother, that's, that's another story, too. I, yeah, I no, we want to know about Joseph Kahn because I follow him on Twitter. I got to tell you. Oh, dude. my God. I got to tell you this story. Nobody knows the story. Out of all Here the guests, I want to get him. Here he goes. Wait. It then goes there, and then they, I think it's, it's right, right after this. I think You're so flipping. One flippy. hand jam. That's so difficult, flipping in the sand. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. doubt it. I mean, I can't I love the hot the dog shot, man. Right, and then right here. Okay, that's Ja Rule. There it goes. Stop. <laughs> there's there's right your guys. Stop. Yeah, this See is proving. the guy right there? In the on, black jacket? Nope, the other oh, guy. okay. The other guy's the guy that quit. Okay. That's and cool the, and the other guy right there in the black jacket, yeah. he's the guy that's not there right now. So, mm. oh, oh, the thong okay. song foretold of this. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he'll he'll be be he'll another. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, Joseph Kahn. Joseph Kahn, out of all people in the world, the yeah. guests I want on this show, I think he is. He's up there. Quick break. Who is Joseph? Joseph Kahn is one of the most. Uh, He's just very prolific music pro- video prolific music video directors oh. of all time. He directed he all Taylor of Swift. Taylor Swift's yeah, videos yeah, okay, currently. Okay. Um, He's directed also fascinating on Twitter. Larger than Life uh, by so, Backstreet Boys. Just so you know, Thong Song. Just so you know, um, I played a big part in that. Um, not necessarily like me actually uh, going into meetings for him, but I actually uh, we found Joseph because he was doing some smaller videos, and I found him because I liked his. Uh, his um, special effects works mm. that he was doing in other people's video. He did Large so, Life with Backstreet Boys. So we, yeah, so we we uh, we handpicked him to do um, to do my video, and after that, that's when he started getting movies. Mm. And stuff. Well, it's talking all the big. He also did the uh, the Power Rangers super dark yeah. R rated short. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah he did year. that. He also he did, did, he did Torque was I think the movie that I yep. remember him from. That was the it was sort yeah. of Fast and Furious but with there motorcycles. Was, there was another movie that An he ice did. Cube, there was say. another movie that he did. Um, that f- Tokyo Drift, right? Is no, very, no, no, no. He didn't do Tokyo Drift. W- w- he did one of those. He, he did, did one of those Fast and Furious. No, he no, didn't. that's what I'm talking about. Torque, I think. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was like Fast and Furious. I'll tell you right like, now, don't fight these guys in Fast and yeah, Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think he did. Yeah. I'm gonna double check that real quick. No, he did Torque. He did Torque. I could have sworn it was Fast and Furious because because when I they're very similar. And I remember really liking that because I think it was I'm pretty sure that was Ice Cube and Torque, right? I never saw Torque. I don't know, man, because I because when I went to do a reading because he had me do a reading, and he was like. 
Um, and so, like, I had already heard from the Hollywood insiders how he even got the job. It was because Thong Song was so big. And a lot of the a lot of the special effects that we had used in Thong Song had never been used before. Well, so th- uh, that is the question I have for you. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on Game Over Grady Show yeah. episode like twenty seven or mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. where the topic was the most expensive music videos of all time. Yeah, Thong Jeez. Song is one of the top ten most expensive yeah. music videos of and all time. It didn't need to be. Why? But <laughs> <laughs> you guys on the beach. It didn't need to be. Uh, well, it's it's a part of those it's part of those games that they play, man. Um, you know, some stuff they they upcharge you when you know when. So you're, like you're a huge, you're a huge. When star, you're doing good, they upcharge. All of a sudden, the girls that would have been you know two hundred dollars a day to get away on the beach. Like now it's a thousand, thousand or two thousand. Yeah, right? and and which is crazy because I wrote, uh, I came up um, with the concept, um, all of the special effects uh, was my idea. I paid for the special effects when I stomp, stomp on the ground in the in the sand ripples. That was the first time that that uh, that you had really seen that effect. Um, um, in the mainstream, and then um, the next time you saw it was in uh, the Matrix. Oh, when he, interesting. When he okay. Down, so you're saying you caused the Matrix? No, we just did it first. We we did that that effect first, and then when I'm walking on the yeah. girls' heads, I did that first, and then Neo did that in the Matrix. <laughs> you know? So you're so saying the Wachowski screwed you over totally? Story. They're no, all just no. watching Thong. We song, all like, were just basically jacking um uh, old like kung fu movies, sure, yeah, old, old Mandarin movies. That was what I was doing. Actually, when I was walking to people's head, I got that from Bugs Bunny. Like I saw, I saw <laughs> Elmer Fudd chasing Bugs Bunny on top. Like, oh, yo, he's running like right on the crowd, and they're not even paying attention. Like, like not even happening. Right, right. I just thought it was funny, and which is. It worked out because my four-year-old son is like his favorite part when I'm walking on the people's heads. And then when I stomp on the ground and the ground ripples, it's like that's his favorite part. He tries to stomp and make the whole house rumble. <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah, man. So he quit on the set of Wild Wild West. And then I uh, decided I wanted to. I said, man, we need to capitalize on this opportunity um, while we figure out what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Really, I was doing the best I could to buy some time for our guy to come back. Um, because it seemed like I said he was in the video, so it seemed like he just maybe needed a break. break sure, I was yeah, hoping it's a tough lifestyle you guys were leaving. Right? I like was hoping that he just needed a break. Yeah, and so um, I ended up, you know, doing my my album. Um, made sure everybody, you know, got paid. I made sure everybody had uh, writing credits on my album. Um, and then when it came time to do the next uh, Drew Hill album, they weren't ready. Uh, um, the, the guy didn't want to come back. So I did my second solo album, which I didn't even really want to do. Um, so I is just, there tension at this point with the Drew Hill guys who are still with around? Us, uh, no, not with not with us. We were all just. Well, I guess it was tension. Look, we all which I was very reluctant to do the group without all four of us because I felt an allegiance to our guy because he was the one that brought me in. So when he quit, I felt like I was like not being loyal, a loyal friend to him by doing the group without him. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I ended up doing a solo album. I never wanted to be a solo artist. I w- always wanted to be a group. I wanted to be like the next Jodeci or the next Boys to Men. I didn't know. I, I didn't have any solo aspirations. It was almost like a necessity. It was like, yo, like the universe was saying, I mean, I, I have this I have this saying. When it comes to being a star, right, um, sometimes people have the gift of being a star, and then you got people on the sidelines that want to be a star. And then when you ascend into stardom, some people can't breathe when you leave the earth atmosphere yeah. and they got to go back down. 
you know? Well, it's not. I mean, it's not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, I would imagine. It's not, dude. We, like, I mean, hey, know, I can't. It's a very, it's a, there's a lot of pressure. And there's a, like, even today, we were walking across the street. And a car, a woman pulled up a car. I was like, what's up, Cisco? <laughs> and then the driver flipped out. It's like, what? That is Cisco. Right? I mean, I just have to imagine that. Like, we're obviously, we're, we're really good friends with uh, Hunter Pence as well as his wife, Alexis. Yeah. And, like, going, walking around with a San Francisco giant in San Francisco mm-hmm. is like, you can't, it's like walking around with this guy at E3. It's like, I, bye. I'll you see you later. Going away, like, right. I can't get five feet without someone stopping him. That probably, I have to imagine, starts to wear on you after a while when you're, especially yeah. when you've got that level of visibility. You I'll take this, Cisco. It does wear on it's only once a year it's one of those things where you got to pick and choose what you want to do right like you know when you're off work uh do you want to go to that restaurant because it's like hey man if we go to you know this specific restaurant and it's very crowded we're probably going to be you know uh, taking photos and and that's I'm fine with that. It's like a, they they could not want to take a photo. Exactly, yeah. so you gotta be thankful for it. I'm fine with that. It's just you just have to be prepared for that when you leave the house. Every time you leave the house, once you become energy. in 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 the public energy. eye, once you actually start having fans and dude, for me, it was like it was really where I started seeing people with with the dragon tattoo. It was kind of like I know you got. I seen when I was at kind of funny uh, too. I saw uh, at least three people with kind of funny tattoos, and that's when you start to say, "Yo, this is bigger than yeah. any one person, or even bigger than us." Like we have created something that transcends us. Like if we're not here, as long as you see that kind of funny smile, you know, it could bring a smile to your day. Like when I when I'm you know going through my uh, podcast. Uh, and I and I see, but which by the way, I like you guys' um intro music. It's cool. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what up, Tone Def? Man, um, and 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 man, when you see it, uh, the new ones too is cool. When you see uh, when you see that kind of funny logo, man, um, man, I could be just having the worst day, and I just see that logo, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like that that one little that one little like uh, morsel of happiness that you got and what could be like a bad day. Like for instance, if I got, when I got to wake up like at the crack of ass to go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go some fly somewhere, it's sure. like four, three, four in the morning. And you know, I'm like uh, uh, putting the crap in my head to, uh, uh, to get my roots or whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm like packing my crap and I'm listening. Like I said, I listen to all you guys' podcasts. But when I listen to Game Over Greggy Show, that's the one I listen to to laugh because you guys like will just go off the rails and talk about some crazy stuff, man. And I'll be just, you know, folding some socks or something, and then Nick will say something just off the wall, and I just audibly laugh out loud. <laughs> and then the baby monitor, I hear the baby go, mm, and I'm like, Beyonce's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. Well, a story I want to make sure we tell. Yeah. Speaking of your baby, what's his name? Ryu, R-Y-U, which Why? I know the name, it's not Ryu, right. even though uh, Street Fighter was really one of my um, one of my introductions into the, the gaming world, mm-hmm. um, and I always thought it was Ryu, but then we found out that correct, Ryu actually uh, is uh, is enunciation for oil in, in Japanese, mm. um, Ryu is dragon, it's very Ryu, um, and uh, ironically, man, me and my... Um, me and my now fiance were about to uh, break up because of, you know, me just being a typical douchebag, and um, <laughs> we uh, we had that, you know, that that kind of last goodbye, uh, you know, goodbye dance, <laughs> and um, man, when I got uh, a couple weeks later, she was like, uh, I think I'm I'm pregnant, and I was like, uh, you know, 
I mean, well, yeah. I mean, well, what did you? Well, you know, maybe we should get back together then, or you know, yeah. and you know, it was put it this way: if it wasn't for Ryu, we wouldn't have. But the the cool thing about it is, I was born the year of the dragon that I didn't find out till I went to Japan, um, and he was born the year of the dragon, and so that's why we now named him Ryu. And and the dragon is my symbol. And for any, anybody wanted to know, we didn't. I didn't pick it out of the clear blue sky. Uh, the label picked it out of the clear blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> they they took us to uh, Chinatown to shoot our first um, photo shoot. Uh, there was this dragon was on on the wall um, on our first album, um, and uh, they took a composite of the dragon and put it between the words Drew and Hill. And we was like, "What's up with the dragon?" And he was like, "Oh, we just thought it looked cool." And he was like, well, who owns it? They was like, nobody. I was like, somebody owns it now. Because I was just thinking, man, yeah. if we had a symbol, just like I was telling you guys earlier, when mm -hmm. I saw that that mouth with the tongue hanging out, I never knew like for a long time that that was a Rolling Stone. Right, it was just an iconic But thing, that right? symbol was always around. So I was like, yo, mm -hmm. if we got this this dragon symbol, like we'll, we'll be around even if we're around. Or no matter which members of the group because as of right now we don't even have all the original members in the group mm, sure like we got a new guy in the group right now his name is Teo. do you just haze the shit out of that guy and like do you, you no. weren't you, you brand him with the dragon no because yeah. he could sing too good so it was like, <laughs> like, oh, you, i'm sorry it was one of those things like if kevin when, could sing we wouldn't haze him as much it was one of those things like when bobby brown left uh new edition oh, okay. and then they got uh johnny gill mm -hmm. and they, it kind of like refined their sound a little bit it was one of those situations okay. so. your friend juice Juice, nah, Juice Boy Fresh. Is he is he just a dancer or is he part of the group? No, no, he's not part of the group. Um, but Juice, uh, Juice, um, Danny, and uh, Teach, I think, was with uh, was with us that night. He, um, those uh, those guys just dance with us. But I always introduce them at the end of the show because man, they, I feel like they just add you know so much more to the show. I was, it was crazy because when we uh, did, I, I just want to tell you when we uh, did the um, Soul Train Awards. And at the end of the Soul Train Awards, I uh, shout the guys out, and they knew all of the dancers that was a part of the show, and they get backstage, and they're like, dude, what did, what did you guys do for them to say your names? Like, And they was like, they didn't even know what I was going to say their names or whatever. But it was just one of those things where, you know, something so small could go so far, yeah. um, which was one of those hard lessons you learn from... You know, back with the FUs and you know, <laughs> that no, it's the positivity, man. But Juice is the homie because yeah. you were telling us. Well, we met him at E3. He came on our E3 yeah, show. He also was one of the dancers at KFL too. Yeah. But uh, you were telling us that he can flip off of anything. Off of anything. You ever, you ever, you guys ever seen like a dance battle? Yeah. Where like you know guys get up, like you guys serve, and they like you know cropping each other's face and stuff. So they were doing this. We were over in Germany. And so the guys all crumping, you know, like, you know, just going like ham, like all up in Juice's face. Juice just sitting there like, it, it, it's like a movie moment. Like yeah. he's sitting there almost like Bruce Lee, like, you know what I mean? So the guy's, you know, giving his best sweat coming off his brow or whatever. So then Juice just goes like this. Touches him on the chest like this, pushing him back. Steps off of the guy's chest and does a backflip. <laughs> Wow. I, I mean, bam. Oh, my God. I want him to do that Yo, to one of us, not the me, The dude though, was I'm like, <laughs> imagine. Did I die? Did I just go somewhere? What, what just happened? Do you win the dance battle at that I point? I think you win. Yeah, I think you I win, think you win. <laughs> It was no, no more dance. It was kind of over. It was one of those, oh. And you've never even seen that in a movie, dude. Yeah, I know. So when you do see it, 
it definitely came from here because I didn't see that yet. Oh my gosh! That's why Shout out to Juice. Yeah, I'll never forget when we uh, when we watched you guys fresh. perform at, at Kind of Funny Life too. I was just like, we it had been two hours of us up until that point, and then you guys took the stage, and I'm like, no matter how hard I try in life, <laughs> I will never come close to being that good. No, and honestly, it that- was just and, and my wife, God bless her, you know, she grew up in LA dancing, and and she was a professional oh. dancer for a really long time. She was just like, she was like, he was fucking. Phenomenal. Like oh, that that's phenomenal. Awesome. No, you that guys killed it, man. Coming from a, a dancer. Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she's hardcore. Because, man, dance, the dance world, it's a whole other world. It's a world under oh, yeah. our Oh, no, world. trust me. I went, saw, I went saw, like, like even just watching stuff as dancing. Like, all, I went to La La Land. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, the, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, not dancers. Yeah. And I was like, really? She's like, no, not it's dancers. A whole, like, they're not, they don't move a, like dancers. It's a culture. It's a, it's a literally... Like uh, thirteen, thirteen. Like it's a world <laughs> under our world. Oh yeah. You know I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's fascinating. I still have a few friends that are down there as mm-hmm. choreographers now. So, but hey, cool. man, it, it's a good ending to the story because you know uh, what, the guy we call gospel guy. He we're, we're still friends. You know, we still you know talk to this day. He actually did a gospel album, um, but everything was cross collateralized. So I had to. We had to uh, had to all that had to be paid for somehow. Mm. Um, but fortunately, um, I had, uh, sold over 10 million records on my album, which makes me diamond. That's a very exclusive club, the oh, diamond club. Shit. <laughs> Not the rock. Not the rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got a TM with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's a very exclusive club, but, um, because all of our stuff is cross collateralized, they, you, um, let me, for anybody who doesn't know, cross-collateralized what does that term mean? means um, when you're in a group, if it's cross-collateralized, that means that collateral, whatever is made, um, whomever spends whatever money, um, the group has to pay. So okay. when one of the group members went to go record an album that never came out, we had to pay for those costs. Okay. When Gospel Guy went to record a gospel album, we had to pay for that cost all before all of that has to be paid before they start giving us our money so i was fortunate enough to have sold so many records that when we went into our next record we were in the black we didn't owe any money and that's unheard of artists owe money there's some artists right now that's that's passed away that still owe money Mm -hmm. and you know so that's crazy yeah because i mean you hear about all those i don't want to say like uh, in, insidious, but you hear about a lot of interesting uh, accounting practices that record. Oh, dude, I'm in the use. middle of a lawsuit right now. I was Are just you? on. Uh, I was just on DL Hughley the other day talking about it. This is this your life. Your life. I shouted you guys out on TMZ because we broke the fake Cisco story. Or we were actually we didn't break it. We were the only one to have Cisco live on the morning show talk about it. Oh no, that was breaking. That was breaking. You were telling me about the the Wawa West video, and you're just like, yeah, we were just there, and the DMX was there, and you just like start naming all these people. Like DMX drove DMX and Eve. Well, Eve was is my actual ex girlfriend. Really. Yeah, if you look at oh um, her first video, what y'all? Cause one, two, mm-hmm. two, it's all out with. That's Nokia. Uh, Nokia, my, one of my band members, he co-produced that with Swiss Beats. That's him sitting in the front seat. Cause we recorded our whole album in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and that's why I met Eve. I was walking down the street, and she was walking down the other street. We both had blonde hair. And to any anybody, if you want to know how to get a girl, make them laugh. I walked over. I was just like, huh? Huh? She was like, she laughed. I was like, I got her. <laughs> Can I get that number? And so, you know. And that, that What's was up with DMX, though? DMX is 
exact the person you see is exactly that's who the He's giving it to you at all Yo, times. My dog. Yeah. What's up, Cisco? I mean, that's like really him. Oh like God, that makes me so that. happy. <laughs> he's never not that guy. That's he's awesome. always that guy. Which, by the way, Nokio, once again, my group member, uh, was co-producer. He's the other guy that was standing next to me in the DMX video. Mm-hmm. He's uh the guy standing next to me is um that's Nokio. He co-produced that too. Two things for you before we switch topics. Yep. Number one, thank you for Kind of Funny Live too. Uh, you coming yeah, out, awesome. you performing, you flew from Vegas that night to come there. You had no rehearsal time. You just came out and killed it. Then you did the Pokemon song. Oh, what I became a Pokemon fan that night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What I've talked about so many times is the fact that kind of funny live to obviously the line share uh, plannings on Tim. Nick helps out. And then it was me and Colin way down low on the totem pole in terms of responsibilities. And so I had totally been like, oh, there's this cool announcing the studio is going to be the big moment that everybody will remember. Mm. Totally taking for granted that not everyone can text Cisco all the time and is (laughs) friends with Cisco. (laughs) So when I got home, I got home and opened a beer and I went to look at the hashtag and the fact that all the responses were like, what the fuck? (laughs) Cisco, Andrea Renee's like, Cisco's on stage right now. Danny O'Dwyer had a video of Dan Reichert like looking like this and looking back at the camera. I'm just in amazement. I was like, oh, right. Like no one, no one really understands how close we are with Cisco until he comes out and goes nah, crazy. That was awesome though. Like like what Greg was saying. Like thank you for and that. You did a great edit too. Thank man. you, man. Thank you. I saw thank it. You. I, my, I even got my girl to watch it. And that's a two hours. But it was so entertaining though. I was I was very impressed because there was a lot of show. You guys didn't see all the show. If you weren't there live, it was like even longer than that. And the way that you streamlined it and just all like everything that um that I thought was really cool and some of the stuff that I didn't even see that I thought was cool was all in it. So I thought you did Thank Good you, man. Job, man. Thank you. I it appreciate almost it. broke Tim. It did <laughs> almost break me. It, it did. Almost killed him. But I mean, it makes it worth it but when, it was worth it. like, a couple weeks ago, you text me like, "Dude, I'm just starting to watch uh, Kind of Funny Life uh, too. It's, I'm a little late on it, but I got some time." And you're like, good job on the edit. And then three hours later, at 3 a.m., you're like, dude, I just finished it. And I'm like, you watched the whole thing? Like, that's fucking awesome. But but again, for at number two, like, we were working on it, and we were like, all right, can we make this date work? And you're like, I can't. Like, we, I'm in Vegas that day. Like, yeah. there's no way. And your manager was like, there's just no way we can get you there. Be like, I got to make it work. We got to yeah. make it work. Yeah. And you're like, I can fly in. And so we, we had a whole backup plan of what if your flight got delayed? And we oh. just, it, w- it would have just not been you there. It would have been just us doing, like, Pokemon oh, or whatever. We, dude, we changed clothes in the car on the way. And then so you get there, <laughs> no practicing, no rehearsal. And, like, you guys came out with, da- I didn't even know you were going to have dancers. Like, you just came out with dancers. Yeah, they're all, they knew what the fuck they were doing. up and I was like. Oh, right. I forgot that's what professional looks like. Like, you guys are like, cool. Hey, great. Where are we going? Where's it? One, like, what? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, there. Boom. Did it. Peace. One picture. And you were out. But, but more impressive than that. Because well, I think we had like another flight. You had to get out that night. Yeah, yeah exactly. But the most so many people came thing, out and they were like, can I get a photo of this? I'm like, no, nah, he had to go. He's, gone. he's, gone. he's already gone. gone. I'm no, sorry. The, the most impressive thing to me that like, I don't think anyone will know because it's such a random, obscure thing. The If you watch Kind of Funny Live 2, the thong song is not just the song. Mm-hmm. It's the thong song first verse, and then it goes into this PlayStation remix. Yeah, right, right from uh, Grime, Grimecraft. Grimecraft did a PlayStation thong song remix that's in that exclusive mm-hmm. just for this there. Yeah. yeah, kind of funny live too. Just for that. Then yeah. it cuts back to that. So you guys dance to a song that you've never rehearsed to. Mm-mm. Like that was just, the, you guys just came out and fucking nailed it. They heard it on my phone on the way over. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I, so on this part we're going to do this. It's like okay, that's amazing. That is amazing. We yeah. we took us three days of rehearsal to with do the, the aerobics part that with my wife so teaching us, funny. and I pulled a muscle like during rehearsal. Like my calf muscle stretch, cramped man. up. 
I, so you I didn't drinking, know. You didn't know. You, well, I, you know, I was drinking a lot of coffee and no water. Oh, that'll um, do it. That'll but do yeah, it. yeah, but yeah, that was uh, that was really impressive. That'll that do was it. really impressive. But hey, man, kind of funny three. Hey, I got got some ideas. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to be there, but Nick, I think I got a surprise for you. I'll let you know later. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, and then my final point on mm-hmm. your story here, on your t- before we give it to your real topic, where you mm-hmm. get to bring your own topic to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think did fatherhood make you a better man? Absolutely. You, yeah. I was a total douche. I mean, dude, I just, I don't know. I'm a Scorpio, so I got like a, and I'm a Scorpio and a dragon and, and an alpha male. <laughs> so it's like I, I just always just had like a kind of, just a confidence in, and, and, and then I only would do things that I know that I could totally be the best at. Mm-hmm. So I could give like a top blanche to be an asshole. But my first child was when I was um, like 15. Um, and I, and I was a total dick to my first child's mom until she called me and she, uh, was telling me that the baby was being born. So I go down to the hospital and I was partying with my boys that night. I was at my friend Justin's house and, and he had a pool and we was out there partying and I get this call. Hey, yeah, the baby's coming. I'm like, man, can y'all take me down to the hospital? I'm going to just go have this baby real quick. And then as soon as I had a baby, I'm going to call y'all back. Y'all come scoop me up. I'm like, come back and party. Did you hear how stupid that is? <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we so they drop me off. I'm like, cool. I call, they pull off. I go upstairs. They rush me in. As soon as I get there, the baby's coming out. And I saw my daughter. And uh, I was the first thing she saw. And she saw my she saw my blonde hair. And she was like, her eyes just opened wide like that. I was the first thing she ever saw. And and then that day, that's when I that that like kind of changed me as a as a person. Because when I saw my daughter, it was just like, okay, however I was treating girls is wrong. Cause I don't want nobody to treat my mm-hmm. daughter that way. So um from that moment on, I'm like that the forget that I got sisters. Yeah. <laughs> but um from that day forward, yo, my daughter, um, I, I did the best I could to just treat women the way that I hope that a man would treat my daughter. Mm. And it just really just, you know, changed me. That's why Thong Song is a lot more tame. If I would, if I had a, only a son, I don't know if it would have <laughs> came out the same way. Because you notice it, it's more tongue-in-cheek. I don't know if they would have been able to release the video if it were yeah, any less it's, tame. Yeah, because it's more tongue-in-cheek. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah, totally. raunchy. It's like, it's, you know, it's cute. You yeah, know? of course. It's, 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 it's just sexy enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. dumps like a truck. Right, yeah. which was like a dump truck, 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 only because, you know, when they back up, it's like beep, beep. So every time a girl back up, you just think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cisco, what's your topic? My topic uh, is um, fittingly so uh, E three. Mm. I and I, I wanted to bring up E three for for two reasons. And I love the first one. Go for the it. The first one is because when we got when we first met mm-hmm. the very first time um, uh, in person was at E three, and that was when you guys game of show was Horizon, and you asked me what my game of show was. And it was like, I said Halo. Now, now Halo listen. Five. No, I love that two years <laughs> later, you're here to be like, well, wait a second. I misinterpreted what I said. If you ever look at the video, I was so reluctant. I did not want to say Halo. But it was the experience that I had with Halo, mm-hmm. dude. When we were in the line, freaking Soldier Boy starts to come up on a Segway behind me in line. <laughs> so now... <laughs> now you can't beat that. So now me and Soldier Boy are standing in line, about to go do <laughs> Halo, and this freaking Snoop Dogg comes in. 
so me, Snoop Dogg. And Microsoft, they know what's up. <laughs> this never Microsoft. happens at the demos <laughs> I book at E3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so me, Snoop Dogg, right, because y'all gave me that demo. Y'all was like, go check out. Yeah, we booked your entire thing, yeah. So I went over there, I, and I go do it, and it's freaking Snoop Dogg. I already knew Snoop. Um, that was my first time meeting Soldier Boy. But the fact that we're all in there shooting each other in, in the face or Halo, not to mention the, that the HoloLens thing HoloLens, that they let us let us do first was freaking awesome because it was augmented reality, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it was an arrow that was like on the floor that took you to the game room. Then it was holograms that popped up off the thing that you could only see through HoloLens. And it was just the experience of of the thing. Sure. Right. And and one, two, we I didn't really get to play a lot of games that I hadn't really played already. Um, at E3, uh, so so you know that was why like out of the games that I played, that was the best sure. experience that I had. I didn't get a chance to play Horizon. If I had, I probably would have said no. You can't Horizon. do that. You can't I played Cuphead. Cuphead was good too, yeah. but it was like a couch co-op. Me and my, me and Juice because Juice was there. We was, yes. we was playing the game. Um, then I played uh, I played um, Star Wars with with Alfredo. And that was cool too, but multiplayer, uh, that's a that's, yeah, a, that's another topic for another Well, day. my sure. favorite thing about <laughs> reaching out to you cuz we're doing it so we're kind of funny year 1. We partner up with GameSpot. They're going to give us the second stage and like put whoever you want on there. And that was our chance of like, oh hey, finally a great chance to work with Cisco. How do we get Cisco involved? And I'll never forget reaching out to you cuz you had said oh, I'm a huge gamer and I know I listen to podcasts and stuff and reaching out for like what games do you want to see? And totally expecting, you know, the big yeah, no not or, not even Madden but yeah tri- triple A yeah. big stuff that comes out every year and your number one pick was Xenoblade yeah and I was Xenoblade, like Xenoblade Chronicles X and right. I was like Tim what the <laughs> fuck you know what I mean and it was like such an awesome thing a different kind of gamer yeah and like those are stories I don't th- I, we probably have mentioned in passing but yeah. that was like the best of reaching out to Nintendo and Sony to book you appointments and being like alright cool and it's gonna and be and I actually like Xenoblade especially when you get like down the road when you get like uh, when you get to get your um, your mech and stuff, I didn't even. I couldn't finish touch it though. It's like so big. So sure, but I mean, reaching out to all these companies and being like, "Hey, we we need to book." Okay, cool. Is it going to be you, Tim? Call, and I'm like, "No, it's me, Cisco." And I'm like, yeah. uh, and they're like, awesome. "Cisco." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, Cisco." Yeah, you the know, thong song. Yeah, yeah, and that was the best. You went, you went behind closed doors for what? I guess Uncharted Four. It was, it was Naughty Dog. 4, yeah, yeah, and I was in there with uh, Marty, and I yeah, yeah, seen yeah. Marty for the first time. I was like, "Hey, you're Marty Sleeve, right?" He's like. Hey, Hey, you're Cisco. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, man, what's up? He's like, I like what you do, man. That was the thing, though, is I'll never, ever forget that I booked it through Sony, and Sony totally played it cool. It was oh, like, Cisco's awesome. coming, and like, and I'm like, yeah, I thought, like, all right, cool, as long that's as you vouch awesome. for him, you can't like break I'm like, he's not going to do anything weird, don't worry. Dude, all right, those, great, no problem. Those and, graphics, though. And then when I talked to Naughty, I think I was talking mm-hmm. to Neil afterwards or whatever, and he was telling me that on the docket, it was like, all right, this is who's in this group, this is who's in this group, in this group, it's going to be Cisco. Parentheses, yes, that's Cisco. <laughs> like, they were like, Totally prepped that it was going to be Cisco, Cisco. It wasn't like this. Isn't don't even ask us. We're already sick of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so moving. I mean, I know the topic's E three, but just video games in general, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Zelda. Zelda has broken video games for me, dude. I really didn't want to talk about nothing but Zelda, but I figured y'all had too much Switch talk. I I mean, I don't know. There's never no such thing anymore. Never be enough anymore, dude. um, Zelda. uh, There's only one Zelda game I finished. I almost finished. Um, which one was it? Uh, it was Ocarina. Okay, perfect. I almost finished, um, which is hands down one of my favorite games, dude. Ocarina of Time was so freaking Hell awesome. Yeah. And um, and I almost finished uh, Majora's Mask. Um, but that time period, dude, you got to literally schedule your whole day in order to 
because I, I'm, I got a little bit crashing. of a completionist. Yeah. Mm. And that's why when you got them like huge open world games, because like I started playing The Witcher, but it's just so many, Oof. so many side quests. I could, I just couldn't even get past the first world. Um, but with Zelda, dude, I, I don't really know what it's doing outside of what you said the other day. Magic, something magical is happening mm-hmm. in that game. That it's I that can't. exploration, that discovery. What's around the next right. corner? Yeah. You know, I think somebody said, I think it was Sam Claiborne said it on uh, Scoop, um, said that that being able to climb up that wall and it's not another wall. There's no invisible walls in that game. Yeah. And I think maybe that's that magic. Mm-hmm. That you literally can go anywhere and do the fact that I travel a lot and I can play it on my big 4K television, then pop it off and keep going. Like, yeah, that's my thing. I haven't I haven't played it on a TV yet. My only experience, my only exposure to it is because it's we, dope. I it, oh yeah, I switched between. I'm, I'm about 50 50. Okay, yeah. is it is it better to be playing it? You think handheld or better to play it with pro controller? On your a, TV. Oh, nothing different. beats the pro controller, yeah. man. Like honestly, oh, like pro playing pro controller on TV, it's fucking awesome. But then it, there's I something didn't. about it being on a plane and you're just playing. Where I'm like, this, yeah, in handheld mode, it's fucking you, it's, great. You can't believe it. every every moment that goes by. You cannot believe that you're actually playing this game in the bed or yeah. you know, like the only man, like that's the only reason why I didn't get the pro controller because I didn't want to get like um spoiled. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and I'm like on the Then road. going back and forth. Right. That was my thing, because for me, it's mainly a handheld, so I was mm-hmm. resistant to the Pro Controller, and now that I have it, I love it, but I, I still, like, to what we're talking about, you know, we're recording this right after coming back from PAX East, mm-hmm. and going to PAX East, that six-hour flight, that was the shortest six-hour flight I've ever had. I Because I was playing it, and I got three hours in, it was like, oh, the battery's on. I went up to go to the bathroom, came back, plugged it in, and then we were landing. I yeah. know, dude. It's Man, they need to do a, a commercial. Nintendo needs to do a commercial. Uh, saying something like uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, I'll wait. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I don't mind waiting. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. Like, yeah. You do a parody commercial like that where it starts off and it's all happy-go-lucky, but then you start losing time. Yeah, like, I've lost four days. I don't know what happened. <laughs> exactly. like your, your wife's pregnant, and then there's the baby, and yeah. then it's graduating. I think I'm finally ready to go to Hyrule you're Castle. Still playing. Still playing. You ever seen the movie Click with Adam Sandler? Of course. Who didn't see that? Fast forward, and all of a sudden he's like, "No, stop." Yeah, that's what I felt like on that flight. No, it's awesome. I love talking about this game though because you you're saying we were just on the flight back from Pax East, walking up and down the aisles. The plane. Everyone is playing. I saw who, playing Zelda. who posted that pic, that photo. Somebody, it was Nick posted the picture. Oh, of, of everybody. Yeah. I think like Brian. Brian Max and that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody was like this. That was before I had uh, gotten our hands on the uh, the office copy of it. Uh, or our office switch rather, and I was like, I'm not gonna play this thing. And then I look over, and everyone's playing it constantly. And then these three guys, like you think they don't talk to you now because of their phones? Imagine when people have a brand new switch in their hand. Yo, I'm like, I might as well not even be it's here. It's so crazy, yo. My boy, yo, my boy texted me the other day, right? And I was, st- I was still, dude. I was around. I want to say 20 ish hours in. Still hadn't even. I didn't even know it was bosses in the game. <laughs> I thought that this was the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was still, I was fine with that. Yeah. Right? So I'm playing it. He called me a court and he wanted like friend time. And I was like, look, man, I don't mean no disrespect, but around uh I just got my new uh Zelda game mm-hmm. uh today and so I'm playing that. Oh, that's okay, fine. You could be in a fake world instead of the real world. I was like, okay, you're gonna play that card. I had to stop it. I was very upset that I had to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a, but I was a real friend. I got on the phone with him. I lost 
three hours of my life talking to my friend. That's the way that you refer to things. Because <laughs> I could have been playing. Once you're playing in the post-present wild world. As soon as I got off the plane, no, 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 look, this is how, like, it, it truly effed my life, right? <laughs> as soon as soon as I got off the phone with this guy, I'm like, mother. So I'm, like, getting back on the game. It's 3 o'clock in the morning now, right? I'm playing until I don't really know I'm playing anymore. I miss my plane. Oh! oh. You're kidding me. I missed my plane. I had to catch a whole nother plane the next day, which was fun for all because, you know, I had to get home and hear my fiance's mouth. It was good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Kevin, make a note that we should call this topic uh, or Zelda's effed Cisco's life. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, yeah. I mean, it's starting Zelda to Zelda slowly... Breath of the Wild. Well, how far, how, how far are you in it now? Without spoiling anything, how Without far are you in the game? Without spoiling anything, I have fought two, uh, two um, bosses. Which uh, and 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 I just finished the second boss yesterday. Which, which that was the only one that I because I couldn't I couldn't really figure out this guy's rhythm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, to to me, it seemed like a lot of times when you mess up on a game, it almost seems as if okay, you know what? I could have did that. Better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, that freaking jump button on the top. Mm. And then I found out later that Nick just found out the day that you could switch. That you could, but now I'm like, <laughs> nah, Jesus. Nick, you got to get on brand with this, I'm all right? So sorry, guys. I apologize. The switch no, is here for I'm, you. I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm a convert. <laughs> I'm, I, I've, I've switched over to the converted. I love that this snap is going to be the new Beyond. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy because it works. And every time somebody says the word, they feel like they have to do the snap. The snap. Yeah, it's just crazy because uh, man, um, Juice just got his today because it came in the mail. Because which is which was really mine. Because mine came in the mail, but we were leaving that day, mm, so that. Um, so of course uh, my fiance went to um, to stand in line. Thanks, boo. To to because she knew if I stood in line, it would have been like crazy. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. snap! You know what I mean? Um, it, which, by the way, at uh, I, that was snap. That was. Right, see, he's, he's trying. He, he's trying. Your he's Kevin trying. is trying. He thought, he, he thought he thought we said the other word, but no. Um, and <laughs> right, you saw that. So, man, she stood in line um, because we called ahead. Um, I said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm here with kind of funny, and uh, could you you think you can get me one of those uh, switches?" <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I didn't say that. She said it. No, let me stop. Uh, I didn't say that, but I did uh, say something to the effect of. I had to go see y'all, so I kind of like low key like name dropped y'all. I like how you name dropped us. <laughs> They're like, it worked. excuse Did it me. Work? Oh, it worked. Oh, all right. She only had to wait like a. Uh, he only made her wait a little while because it was a line, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to look uh, like all bougie like this you know, sure, cute sure. girl jumping the whole line right. with these people out there with blankets and stuff sure. on, on in, in Minnesota. Um, but man, she got there. She got on the phone, and she just taking her sweet time. So, babe, do you want the something-something plan and the DLC? And I was like, they upsold you, didn't they? I was like... I got you the protection plan and the screen protectors. Right. (laughs) Fortunately, I... Unfortunately, I did want all of that crap. So I... (laughs) No, it's perfect. Yes, I want all of that crap. Dude, my wife knows at this point if she's buying anything for me, get whatever the most expensive version of that thing is for me. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm not gonna be disappointed. I'm like, because oh, then there's no place to. But then there's no place to go. She knows if she gets the the medium version of it, whatever it is. If I don't get the screen screen protector, I'm gonna like just think about that for oh, the rest the of my life. Oh, screen protectors suck too, because it's like a bubble on the top of mine. Oh, oh no. can't do that. No, nice. that's why I got I roll on protector. I'm massaging that bubble. That's what she said. Let me say. I'm <laughs> trying to get that bubble out of there. It's, it's not going anywhere. I mean, it's like a right on the uh, the top rim. It's just. 
Uh, whatever. But you, you know, they, I hurried up and got a screen protector because they said that people switches yeah, scratching getting their scratched, screens, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, I had that one switch that was that was coming to the house. I literally like tried like because um, I had lo- uh, missed some clothes, mm-hmm. so I was like, I called Kevin. I was like, Kevin, you know, like uh, some of these clothes didn't come. I might have to stay in. Stay and make sure I get these clothes because you know we got a lot of shows and I got to get all these clothes. Yeah, and like, he's man, like, get no, your butt on the plane. plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, babe, he's making he's making me get on the plane. Fine, fine. If you don't want us to have the clothes, and fine, because really the real solution was bring your ass to the show. Right, we can get the clothes shipped to the, and you can wear the other outfits that did come, and then you can get the grass right, right. shipped. Of course, I didn't want to hear that. Um, but we left anyway, so she was fortunate enough to get me the switch, and then I actually got the switch with the um, the two colors because initially I got the one with one color yeah. one. Um, then I found out that this uh, two color one uh, matched my um, my Louis backpack, my Olympic Louis backpack. Can, can we? Purpose. Can I go grab it to show the? Yeah, people? Absolutely. Oh. As you're referring to as Louis Vuitton backpack. The, we just uh, call it Louis, you know. Yeah, yeah. We you're right, they're not name dropping. They're not name, making a big deal about it. First name. I remember you tweeted a picture of it out where it was first like, name, Oh, I got my switch in there too. Thanks, Kevin. Thank, Thank you, Kevin. You're our Kevin. You're I got my switch in there too. Cause I gave my I gave my um I gave my uh my case to juice. I gave my case to juice because my other case was late. Yeah, that I was happening like, here. We had too. that issue. I had a really cool case that's supposed to be there tomorrow. Are you so you're just free balling it in there? There's nothing you're not wrapping in a t shirt or anything? Yeah. Oh man, no. Because remember I got the screen protector. <laughs> you're not afraid of anything. I haven't actually Oh, the other way. There. there we go. Oh wait, wait, oh, that's this, right? Kick yeah, put up the kick scan. Kick stand. Oh, that's the kick stand. There you go. Blam. You don't know what you're doing with yours. You gotta start experimenting. Look at that. Perfect. That is That's pretty amazing, actually. That is awesome. Yeah. It's pretty serendipitous, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, when you if you're trying to be sexy with some girls, right? And you know, you know, you got your video game to play. You know, Nothing sexier than a Louis bag and a Switch. Nintendo Switch. I've been <laughs> for years. All of a sudden, hey, I got I got two controllers, I got one two switch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanna wanna play with my Wii sounded so yeah, good at no, the time. Yeah, wanna yeah. play with my Wii. But it... <laughs> Just didn't work, so you had to switch things up. I mean, yeah, but still, want to play with my switch? That doesn't sound very good. You got it. Yo, see, you gotta like the girls, man. You can't do it like the girls. (laughs) (laughs) It's only one snap, man. So, you are a big star. Everyone knows you like video games now. Yeah. You don't need us anymore. E3 is open to the public. You can just go anytime you want now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, of course you guys go, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah we're definitely going to go. Well, yeah, we'll see. And that was the, well, the whole reason why I came up with that topic was because I heard that they were opening E3 to the public. Yeah. So I figured, um, what, uh, what better uh, thing to do than just maybe come up with like maybe three things that you maybe probably shouldn't, uh, expect or should expect well see i'm interested to hear from your perspective that was your first e3 right yeah so what was that like what caught you off guard uh i thought that you would get to play more games Mm -hmm. um but a lot of times they would just show you some games yeah um and then you gotta you got those lines uh but then the cool things were uh, there were a, a lot of gadgets. There are a lot of games that you probably will never even see. So the games that you're looking to, to play, you may not get to play. But sure. you'll get to play like a whole bunch of other games that you didn't even know were out that'll end up being on your radar. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good uh, catch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So it was. I played like a lot of games that um, that that um, I don't think came out. I played some game with some girl running around with a cowboy hat, like killing some zombies or something. Oh, uh, Oni Chambra? 
Did that ever come out? Uh, One version of it. I don't know if they've done one since. Right. So it's like, so, you know, there's some benefits. Like, you know, you actually get to, you get to see some games you never get uh, to, 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 you never even thought of. You get to play some cool games. But, you know, you want to temper because, like, you know, that game that you really want to play might have the longest line in the world. And then you just got to be prepared to stay in line or whatever. But we didn't really have to stay in line, which is, which is awesome. <laughs> you run around the kindy funny badge. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah when I went with Alfredo, man, he was like a total G. Like he just walked up, like you know, he was all smooth. You know, I was like, I felt like his sidekick. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in, in the world that makes me happier than what you just shoots said. Shoots <laughs> a couple people in the face, and then I found out later that he's like, you know, this like, uh, you know, Twitch. Yeah, yeah street, full-time streamer, um, for, and former um, pro. Yeah, super god on F- FPSs. Yeah. And I'm sitting there wondering, because I'm thinking I'm pretty good, and I'm wondering why he's shooting seven people in the face in, like, one minute, and I'm like, you know, he's got, like, 17 kills, and I got seven, and I'm like, how do you have 10 more kills than me? Oh, yeah, I don't play. Because I'm Alfredo, anymore. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget my name, yeah, dragon. I won't play Alfredo in any FPSs, and I won't work out with him anymore either. Because when he yeah, works we, out, you're like, dude, you're so much better than me at, that, at both of those things. Actually, he's yeah, a really good guy to train with. Hey, um, man, we short, man. We can't. We got to ch- pick and choose our workout. Exactly. You know? My workout usually is this burrito to mouth. <laughs> burrito to mouth. Doing the burrito curls. That was, uh, I do that calisthenics. Was, you know? There's mm. no, no you, way. You dance all the time, yeah. Yeah, well, that's oh, yeah, that, that cardio. That's all I really do. So I do cardio, maybe a couple push-ups and sit-ups here and there but. well you're really flexible too i imagine from well yeah i mean I, years of I, I practiced that um um because uh i was uh, reading a book um from uh bruce lee who's also mm-hmm. a san francisco native which is so ironic san francisco bruce lee yeah he was born the year the dragon too i mean come on man you can't make small this world small world <laughs> but um i read his book destiny. and he was saying uh you were you guys were talking and this actually came from you it was a it was way back when you guys first started, before you had this like sexy set and all that. Um, and you guys were talking about movies, and you were talking about Van Damme and the split, oh, the splits man. that they call them yeah. with the S. I didn't know it was with an S on there. Um, and so I'm reading a book. Uh, I think it was called uh, Way of the Dragon, Tale of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, it, it had um, some of the uh, Bruce Lee's workout things that he would do that he illustrated himself. And he said, if you want to learn how to do a full split. You got to try to get down a little lower, like uh, every day, and so I'm, I'm, I can get like about this close to the ground. That's so impressive. I can't get all the way though. I, My split I looks know. like a triangle. It's just, it literally <laughs> is just like a nice Aussie triangle. It's very, I mean, it's very impressive, especially as guys. We're not flexible like that, but like the fact that you can no. still, like, you can do a split is very impressive. It's close. It's not a full one yet. It's not the full it's close Van Dam. It's not well, a, Van it's Dam. not a full tee back to the floor. Dude, yeah. Like, <laughs> Van Damme did like an inverted split. Like, remember, I think it was Bloodsport. Not Bloodsport. It was right, more like on chairs. The, but it was the, and the dick would just start sagging oh, to the ground. And I was just like, Van fucking damn, man. Van damn. He's a guy. He's one of those guys that just like, yeah, I would man. love to hear his life story. Because that yeah. motherfucker. Oh, man. I'm sure I had, a, I'm sure had a lot of blow splits. involved. Oh, probably. Guaranteed. Like, God, well, first we did blow and then we. Fucking kick shit real hard. They didn't do each other. Um, yeah, the one thing about E3, bringing it back to topic, that, that I always thought was fascinating was that people do, in fact, wait in those lines. Coming from IGN, where we where I always have press appointments, right? Mm-hmm. So we, I never had to wait in one of those big, long lines. To even like People wait in lines to see the demo for things. They won't even play the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like You're that big of a fan about this thing that you're going to wait for three hours in the hot sweatiness of the E3 show Dude, floor? Man, I was I there. I just can't do it, man. That was that year that uh, the Wii U came out. And I freaking... Uh, Met Reggie. 
Oh, you were edgy? Yeah. I was just like, man, I should have, this conversation would have, should have went longer because Kevin wasn't, wasn't there. I wish I could have just nudged him and was like, hey, mm-hmm. that's Reggie. We need to, you know, whatever. Yeah, we need to talk to him. Um, but he was like, uh, he was like, uh, I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm Cisco. He's like, hey, I know who you are. And I'm Reggie. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. Reggie. Look. <laughs> Look at me, I'm Reggie over here. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've talked about it before. Horrible, horrible. It's very much an Italian, like, uh, mobster. Italian mobster, right? Joe Pesci. Yeah, it's what's interesting about the lines and this being open to the public is I think the public who will want to go to this show are used to it from PAXs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I stand by the fact, my concern is, I don't know if E3 is going to treat them as well as PAX treats fans. Because E3 wow. is a media focused, you're, yeah. you're getting, you're, here's the thing you need to know about, or your games stop. Yeah. yeah, right. That we want to yeah. see this is why you need to buy the game or whatever. And so how some people are going right. to be really good at saying, I bet Atlas is going to be awesome at everybody getting mm-hmm. in line and play our games or whatever. Atlas. And then Don't they do uh, Persona. Yeah. 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 Persona. When, when does that come out? Uh, I forgot when everything April. comes out, man. They, they messed it up for me. Zelda, damn you! <laughs> all time freezes when you had Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, where did my year go? Yeah, you mm-hmm. know I'm interested about the E3 thing. I I think that I mean I my first E3 I attended was as a fan because sure. I won the, the contest or whatever to be there. And you even won a contest? Yeah, it was, it's a whole story. I don't story. think I ever won a contest. Tim doesn't you won the okay, contest of life. I was going to say, you're <laughs> the you, be- you won the fudgery contest yes. to travel the world in fudgeries. You got second in the talent show. It's close enough. <laughs> the thing is, the thing about Tim is that Tim doesn't win contests. Tim figures out a way to, Mike, scheme, to scam it. the contest Mike. or scheme the it's contest. A, it's a way to go get Mike, right? Yeah, yeah go, yeah. Get, go <laughs> get Mike. Go get Mike. I swear to God, yeah, it's worse. Two things I live by: skate better and go get Mike. Like, there we go. This is a perfect Tim slash Kevin. There's always a Mike. We're at, um, I think it was the Square meet and greet party that, they, that we co-sponsored with Square. I think it was PAX last year. Yeah, PAX East last year. Right? And they had this balcony area that all the VIPs were supposed to be able to go up on, but they closed it for some reason, right? And the guy working security tells Tim, he was like, we have to go get the manager if you want to go up there. Tim goes, okay. Walks over, grabs Kevin. And Kevin doesn't, he didn't even say anything to him. And I'm, by the way, like, I'm witnessing this, and I can't break rules. I'm about any any moment to just give up everyone and, like, have Sir, there's been a misunderstanding. Like, He's all. not the manager. I'm like, I know these guys are my two really good friends, and they're my business partners, but they are fucking lying right now, <laughs> and they should be penalized for that. But so Tim walks Kevin over to the guy. He's like, this is the manager. And then, by the way, the, the guy's, like, overhire for the event. He's not, like, staff. The guy's like, oh, your manager? And Kevin's like, yeah, I'm the manager. Whatever this guy wants, let him have it. <laughs> And the guy's like, really? He's like, yeah, that totally. Is he's, so like, awesome. he's like, you don't want me like coming down on you. And the guy's like, I don't want that. So we just unpins it. We go upstairs. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. I'm like, this is not in my code of conduct. I forgot I about that. That, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was <laughs> awesome. Right there. That was awesome. You guys need to do uh, like um, one of the animated things for that. Oh, that's not that a bad idea. Fair. As a matter of fact, that was it. You got the sound bite. Now you got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. Perfect. Make it happen. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Because it's funny because Kevin Peck, my manager, is the same way, dude. I, he takes like, care of you. We'll start off. He doesn't he take does, shit. Man. I, much love, that waitress man. today, we weren't happy bro. with her. Where were the lemons, Kevin? You know what I mean? We're right there together, you <laughs> yeah. and I. He nailed it. She <laughs> eventually brought the lemons. She brought like a whole lemon but she tree. Brought, she br- exactly. She, she brought the like, passive aggressive lemons. lemons. Want? Dude, he is, he's, the, he's that guy that, uh, like, I'll say, I'll say I want to go, like, do um, maybe, you know, some event. Um, you know, like when we did E3, you know, we came to see y'all, man. We left with contacts and swag bags and <laughs> we had consoles and it was uh it was it was awesome. And so, you know, I guess that's a part of the biz. Yeah. And see, cause everyone see, I'm needs not, a Kevin. I'm not I'm that's you true. know, Greg, it's like, you know, we we you know, kinda that like with my group, I'm kinda like uh uh, the front man, even though like our fans know all of us. Sure. They uh used to, you know, seeing me like uh kind of in the front 
but Pinocchio's the one that talks. Like when we doing interviews, dude, I like sit back and man, you gotta he's the rock star. He's actually he actually has a rock band called Bad. Um That's an awesome B A D. Uh which is what is it again? What's Black Angel Down. Black Angel Down. Mm, okay. And they actually like do uh like for real, for real rock music, right? And he did a rock version of 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 that song from uh, Rush Hour, How Deep. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. And we like performed that in our show, and it's like a da 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 da. It's it's dope. He's a he's the show. So like each and and that's why uh, that was um you know bringing it up um, full circle. I know I came off topic a little bit, but just bringing it full circle with. Have you listened to this show, Cisco? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying the reason why I kind of uh, connected with you guys because what you do is is very much so like a like a. Like a like a boy band or you know like thank a, you like, thank you you know some like some rock you, you know because man it's it's a, it's it's the same I, when I see what you guys have to do and how you guys have to have to deal with each other as well as your fans the similarities are we were just talking today and you guys didn't know how much we had in common yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. you know it's just like um so I think that, I think this was really a PSA for you know for you guys family like. You know, these guys are rock stars, so, you know, mm. make it easy okay, when no, they get no. home because no, no. it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard life. A little head goes a long way. No, I'm just <laughs> Man, can you call my wife real quick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, final I'm topic. It's going to be my topic. Do it. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Give it to me. Uh, is this, you know, help, help me. Okay, hold that for one second. Uh, this topic comes. Hold that up. This topic comes from Patreon. Or no, I'm sorry. That's not right. This topic is my topic, but it's the one with the Patreon producer. Salem, Ghanem El Ghanem, right? Mm -hmm. All right, great. This is a story I've told no one. Not None of you know oh, the topic. God. Okay. Cisco, the phone you're holding, I dropped in a urinal in Las Vegas. Dropped it in a urinal awesome. in Las Vegas while now I was I'm peeing. holding it. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooray. Why is he holding it? Well, I mean, what else? I needed a prop. It was a prop to put out and let you know what happened. So I'm in Vegas doing the great. Dice Awards. What? Every once in a while, Greg Miller just has, has moments where I'm just like... <laughs> See, okay, we had a talk about this. Greg. We did have a talk we about this. Taxis, it was Boston. We're like, Greg Miller, you're a fucking evil genius. Yeah. But evil genius, genius is still in there. Yeah. But the evil's Thank still you. in there. Sure, too. of course. So you're a crazy person. Yeah. And every once in a while, you just spring things on us that are like, too far. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. The episode of Game Over Greggy's show with Christine Lakin. Christine, yeah, Christine Lakin, who comes in and you're like, and here's a guest that me and Nick had no idea who she was. It would have been and perfect if a, Colin would have been on time. It was a Colin thing. Yeah, he had a meeting. He had, he had a meeting, so he yeah. wasn't there. And once he came, then it was awesome. But up until then. Yeah. Did you need to know that my phone had been a urinal until right now no, for the topic? You probably should have because I won't touch my face again. Uh, <laughs> this happened at the Dice Awards. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Weeks ago. Since yes. Then. Oh okay. my God. And many a time. Buddy, here's the thing that I don't understand about you. I don't know what the hell this topic is, but I'm just going to go into this. <laughs> I real can't quick. wait. <laughs> you of all people. Yeah. I would have expected if that phone had gone into the urinal that you would have just looked down and been like, time to get a new phone. And that's where I want to jump off with this topic, right, is the right. fact that, yes. But yeah. the iPhone 7 is now waterproof. That is a good point. Yeah, they're water is. resistant or whatever. Uh, you guys travel with me all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that I'm upset. My hands are super chapped and dry right now because, again, Pax East was just the other day. And we, I washed my hands so much. That. I can't. I don't want to get sick at conventions, so I don't touch things. Yeah, and you eat, eat, you know, right, once, once you go out at a convention, you want to stay healthy 83? Next packs, kind of funny live. Your hands are biohazards. As soon as you leave your hotel room, don't consume anything. I wrap my food in napkins if I have to, you do. but I go wash my hands. Then, then, I, then it's always the awkward one. I know I'm about to eat. I've washed my hands, and then someone tries to stop me, and I got to either do like, I'm like, well, that's, I'm like, I got to eat, and you know how I am. Like, I'm not like, OCD about it, but I know it'll get in my head and I'll get sick. But see, that's a, one of my favorite the things. New pound. Yeah, the elbow is the new pound. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm down with that. But the thing with you is you you don't 
you're so used to people listening to everything that you say. Yeah. Uh, because of over our shows, do you expect that like if you say a story that like you don't want to over repeat it because you we just assume that everyone listens sure. to everything, which is probably not the right way to go about right. life. But you do that sometimes with people. It's like, oh, you know, I, I don't like do whatever. It's like they don't know that. They That's right. I think. But my, I notice it the most when we're whenever we're doing signings with the Vita, and you're just like, you know, just use the um, what clear nail it? polish. Use, you, if you, you want, if is, you sign a, a Vita, use clear nail polish on the back. Which oh. make if when you explain it. If you sign a Vita, put clear nail polish, and it won't go away, that statement makes sense. When someone, when you decide something, you look at them and go, clear nail polish, you know. <laughs> well, Every now time, they do. I'm like, that's something. And now they do. <laughs> and it's the problem of having that same conversation a yep. hundred times in an hour or whatever when I'm signing. Shout out to the uh, first Switch that we signed. Shout out to the first. Over. I've signed three Switches now yeah. in the world. Get out see, there. Okay, now we got to get the rules straight. Yep. Because it's like Beyond, where we used to scream Beyond only when Beyond was said in context. Mm-hmm. So if no, we're talking about a switch, that's not it. It's mm. like when, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But if I'm saying I switch sheets, then we would snap. Then you switch. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about yeah, the yeah. Nintendo Switch, the then you don't do snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, we're now on the same page. When people say, like, I went above and beyond, then you say beyond. But it's like, oh, I was watching beyond. Then you yeah, don't. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah gotcha. okay. Thanks for watching beyond once in a while. No, no, Nick, no. Yeah, we signed a whole bunch of switches, which is great. Man, now hey, you know we're not. We're, we're, um, um, did we we finished our topic on E3, mm-hmm. but again, I, you can come back because I had gave yeah, we can do whatever we want. I had gave y'all that shirt that said we got game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was very similar to the <laughs> to um you guys logo for it was better actually. Yours was <laughs> um, uh, for the PS, I love you. Oh, okay, I was uh, like. I was like, oh, I might, I might, might have, you know, sparked a little creative juice. <laughs> that's yeah, 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 that's possible. Uh-huh. So to the point, mm-hmm. yeah, I am very obsessive about the clean cleanliness mm-hmm. and all that jazz. And I think on a normal day, things would have gone differently. But I've done the Dice Awards. I've been drinking all night now. I am drunk. Yeah, I am at in a Vegas casino at like two thirty in the morning. Jen and I have ordered wings over at the the place we're at or whatever, and I'd gone to the bathroom. And I always. I usually I get that like chill, you know what I mean, where it's like you pull the phone out over the toilet at home, no, and I'm like, this is it. this is always a bad idea. Why do I do this? You know what I mean? But it's never gone bad. Mm-hmm. So at a urinal, there's always been a discussion. Is it okay to be on your phone at a urinal? How do you feel about that? Where do you come down on that? Where do you come down on that? I've just accepted the fact that my phone and me are disgusting. Okay. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Cisco, would you use a phone at the urinal? Uh, absolutely. All right, cool. And Nick? Yeah, sure. Why not? Of course. I have. And so, but you need a case, man. No. Look how thin my case is. Yeah, that's nice. But does it even protect them? It does. See, but look how good my... I, I'm telling you, everything needs to be unprotected right. now. That's what Greg I've been goes for, caseless. For some reason, it didn't protect so the front. What you, which has <laughs> happened to you... Like, I don't care about cases. Yeah. I've never been a case guy. I like it sleek. Yeah. The problem is, when you go with a phone this big, and this is the only problem with mm-hmm. going with a phone this big, you don't get a nice grip on it. Yeah. Especially with the iPhone design, it's the mat and stuff aren't... Yeah. Aren't, like, yeah, nice. They moved so away from that surface and, surface, surface, and it's terrible. It's terrible. It's too. It's too slick. Yeah, exactly. And that's why the leather. I'm like, that's the only reason I have this case mm. is to, to get the grip, or See, else I'm worried about the urinal. And that droppings. was the thing is, yeah, I pulled it out, and I was a little. I was a lot drunk, and I pulled <laughs> it out, and I had those no. suit pants on, so there wasn't the normal oh, resistance no. of getting out of the pocket. Out, yeah. So it was just whoop, and then it was just whoop, and then it was in there, and it was literally like it in somebody ha- else's urinal. It, no, in my urinal. Oh, okay. But I'm peeing in it, and I don't. You know, you <laughs> have, these are <laughs> these are. <laughs> these are <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> It's waterproof. It's okay. But no, it does that thing where it hits and it goes in the urinal, and I immediately reach and grab it right out. 
And there was that moment of like, man, I'm proud of myself for doing that because it was instinct. It wasn't there wasn't a, a thought of like, yeah. what do I do here? And then I finish my business and go over there. Soap and water my hands. Soap and water the phone. I'm like, we're already what? wet. We're already wet. We like, already we're already in here. What's yeah. going to happen? You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I do it. I do it. I do Good. it. I do it. Hands and it still works. Then back into my pocket. Right. Then wash the shit out of my hands. Then the phone's now a biohazard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I'm drunk and I don't have time to worry about this. So I eat my wings over there with my clean hands. Don't do anything. It's not till the end of the meal where I'm done done that I take it out and do anything on it. Is it still working? Is it not? But then it is the next thing of waking up sober and being like, Ugh, fuck. What did I do? This is so gross. What but have it, I done? And it's like, and I'm like, well, urine's sterile. Like, that's the common yeah. held belief. I Google that. That's not true. Urine not sterile at all. I'm like, fuck. God Fuck. damn you, survivor. And so then it was like, I go downstairs and I'm like, do you have the alcohol wipes in this, in this casino? And they're like, no, we don't. But they had hand sanitizer. And I, you look that up online, not supposed to do that either. But again, at this point, <laughs> I don't care. I, what do you want me to do? Because I was going to get the hydrogen peroxide and, mo- and the mothballs, cloth, you know, the cotton balls, cotton balls and yeah. do that. Set out with the hand sanitizer, rub that in. And then it was like a week of... I still don't trust you. I still don't feel right with you. Really? I don't trust you. Well, it's just in your head. It's in my That's head hilarious. that that happened. And then yeah, finally, it got back to. I don't, to, think, dr- I, I don't think germs can last that long. No, they can't. No, no. I mean, I know that. Yeah, but it was like this was a mental hurdle for me yeah. to come over for a long time. Especially wow. the first time it was like, oh, I gotta uh, put it to my. Nah, man, because I, I, dude, I know the feeling. Like when you know when we're doing shows and stuff, and you know sometimes you got like the, that really hot girl that wants to be right up on you, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't know if it's because it's hot or maybe excitement, but you know, people perspire. And Everyone's perspiring. A lot of shows, different, yeah. you know, uh, just fluids are just. You don't know what they are. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Sure, yeah. this stranger and is grinding on you. You know, when you don't, when you, you know, when you do those those panels and stuff. That's not the same like, kind of thing as your life. But yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm saying same but, exactly because same. when we do when we do like meet and greets. Yeah, sure. It's like a real long line of meet oh, and yeah. greets. Yeah. And that girl that's been standing there meet and greet, that might that that may be, you know, a plus size woman who, you know, has like a you know, a a a, a, a skirt or a dress that like stops right here. Oh, like a tank uh, uh tube top. And this is things, just yeah. nice and moist oh, for yeah. you there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And this is going right on you. Well, see, that's yeah. that's yeah. what yeah. I hate it's about right, doing right to other here. people. Yeah, it happens. And, and 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 the fun part is it's summertime and you have on a Tank top, yeah. So yeah, things are getting nasty. So, oh, yeah. so, so we getting personal. We getting personal up in yeah. here. See, and that, but up I feel here, like when, when that, I've been kissed that. on the cheek and like a couple minutes later got like uh, acne from like you know somebody else's grease Oils, entering yeah, my yeah, biosphere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it happens. No, <laughs> see, I feel, I feel like I give as good as I get with the. Fans. Oh, you definitely. Mm. When they come over and they want, I'm like, all right, I'm sweaty. It's gross. What's up? Well, I know. I was in that pink cut off shirt. I get back. I'm gross. I got everybody's. It is what it is. Like I just came from an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. Like one of the only orgies I didn't actually come at. Um, <laughs> I've never good. been to that was a good. That was a good turn I've of phrase. It was. It was. Would I'm, you weird, do it? I'm weird with this shit, though, Greg. Would I? Would you do an orgy? No. No? It's too much. No. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, too much to I pay attention like to. Orgy and, like, like when I was young, starting out, there was gigs that I could do, like, that, with, a, like, shooting. That was I orgies? never did porn. And one of the reasons oh. I never did porn, like, shot porn was because I didn't want it ruined for me. And the idea oh. of the orgy is so amazing to me. Oh, but I dude. know that in practice, the smell alone would be so funky. That oh, my like, God. I don't want anything Yo, to Yo, in the beginning of my career. Here we was, go. Here okay. we go. Here it is. Close it out. Close us out with this story. Sure. I'll tell you what. You can look it up right now. Um, what? You can look it up right now on 24 Hours of Cisco. Okay. It was the very last scene. In the beginning of the video, you see me like get, like crawl out of the bed with two girls and then... In the end of the video, you see me <laughs> go go in the bed with you. 
It was it was crazy. I want, yeah, see the thing is we the can't. two girls thing. I we mean can't. that's a that's a uh, that's a lot of confidence there, my friend. I think it is. I don't have that confidence. I don't have. I barely have enough confidence. I to, to, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I've got enough for everyone. I yeah. I God bless you for it because I barely have enough confidence to coerce my wife and having sex with me once a week, let alone two women yeah. who I've never met before. Oh, believe of course, me. Of course, maybe not the right word to use. Oh, believe me, I know. When you get to it, when you get to a hey, man, when those when you got two toddlers in the house, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, making times hard. Making time is uh yeah, it's a, it's, it's an a, art form. Yep, it's a like a double Dutch. So here's uh, so ra- this isn't at all related to the P phone topic, but again, we're wrapping up. We have Cisco here. How do you think about yourself now? Because you talk about, you know, okay, the first record deal not going anywhere. You told everybody to fuck off in high school. That was mm-hmm. a humbling experience, mm-hmm. right? And then, of course, you become Cisco. You mm-hmm. have a TV show, clothing line. You're killing it. Your music's mm-hmm. doing all these different things. And then, you know, I remember when I, one of the most encouraging letters we got when we broke away to do kind of funny was mm-hmm. from you, mm-hmm. where you're like, you don't know it, but you're, your storyline's a lot like mine. And mm-hmm. the fact that I just left a giant, you know, corporate or a giant label that was doing, is doing all these amazing acts, but I want to do my own way and do this different right. stuff. And it was very, very scary. Yeah. It was very scary. Where do you, how do you think about yourself now? Do you still have that, like, the confidence and you're this crazy young, okay. Man, I I freaking love it. I mean, you guys know the freedom of, it's almost like one of those things when you believe in yourself um, and then um, you have that confidence and you you just kind of have that foresight in what you're doing and you know that you have something. You're like, I know it's something here and I'm not going to give up on it. Mm -hmm. It resonates. And you see, man, it resonates. You know, I'm here. Different people um, from the industry come. Uh, the the uh, kind of funny fan base c- continues to grow. It's because that love that you have, it, it goes out. And it's it's not stifled. It doesn't have a ceiling on it anymore, in my personal opinion. And it was like, it was just because a lot of the things that I wanted to do, like, for instance, me dyeing my hair blonde was something the label didn't want me to do. Like, I, I was, uh, they asked me to, because um, my hair was a, I had like a curly fro um, in the beginning. It was blonde. And they wanted my natural hair color, which is like almost jet black, like my eyebrows. And um, so I cut all of my hair off. And that's how I had the Caesar cut. And then on the set of our video for Thong Song, I went in the bathroom and dyed my hair back blonde. And I came back out and they was like, what the hell are you doing? You're going to ruin your career. La, la, la. Like, it's and the Michael Jackson plan, man. Dude, I got to do it. It ended up being the, the one thing that set us apart from like the one twelves and the jagged edges, it set us apart. Um, we were the we were the group with the guy with with the black guy with the blonde hair, mm-hmm. and now everybody's dying their hair blonde. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, I was like, uh, you know, somebody asked me, did I go um, see President Trump the other day? I said, no, that was Kanye. It was like, <laughs> 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 so it was, so man. At the end of the day, um, it's it was. Being able to have those wild dreams of something that you'll want to do. Like, I know when you guys first said that you wanted to do the uh, kind of funny um, show, um, the, the kind of funny live show, mm-hmm. you didn't know, you know what you were going to do, but you did it. And, you know, I heard you guys talk about when you showed up. It was like you were surprised that so many people showed up. Yeah. And then the next year, it was even bigger. And then this year, it's going to be even bigger. It's like, I think the moral of the story is, man, just never let go of that dream. Um, you know, just, uh, just, you know, uh, realize that you guys are stars, you know, when you say, you know, two of the coolest guys in in video games and just, you know, once you realize that you're stars, like I said, once you, once that star leaves the earth's atmosphere and goes above the world and it's no air up there, 
but this is where you're supposed to be. So you don't need air. And you realize you don't need air. I don't need, I don't, I didn't, I, I proved that I didn't need Def Jam for our brand sustain. We perform at sold out shows every weekend. Like I did five shows back to back down in Oakland, down at Yoshi's. Um, we did uh, two shows a night. We did two shows on Friday, sold out both of them, two shows on Saturday, and then one show on Sunday. And each year we come back, we get like another show at it. Like the first time it was just uh, two shows back to back. And then the next time it was like uh, three shows and then it was four shows. And now it's five shows. And next year it's like, yo, this venue might be too small. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. Uh, so yeah, man, to answer your question, it was, it was very scary because you only know what you what they show you. Like people don't know that I'm, that I'm performing every weekend. And mm-hmm. instead of instead of taking it like <clears throat> I don't take it negatively, I use it to my advantage cuz I'm like, "Oh, for real? Oh, well, you should come to our show or you should have me come perform." And then when they see me perform, it's like, "Oh, fuck, I forgot how dope he was." So I like use it to my advantage. Yeah. I yeah, make man. lemonade out of lemons, you know? Hell That's yeah. Awesome. Sisko, you're the fucking best. You really are the fucking best. <laughs> If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy show each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can toss us a few bucks and get every episode early, along with a bunch of exclusives, perks, and goodies. But... If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny where we post the show topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big video in MP3 the following Friday. Cisco, yeah. where do people keep up with you? If they want to know where you're touring, where they want you know, to come buy some albums? Uh, if you want to get uh, any of my new music, you can get it right now on iTunes or Google Play. The album's called Last Dragon, um, which is another thing I didn't get to do. I wanted to play one of my songs on on that other show y'all got, but whatever. Oh, and Peace and I, I Love You? Yeah, well, maybe we're not taking it away. Who knows? Maybe we'll know by the time this posts. We'll see, we'll see. Um, and also, you can uh, get me on social media on my Instagram. It's just Cisco, S-I-S-Q-O, um, or official Cisco. But basically, whichever, if you look up Cisco, S-I-S-Q-O, whichever picture is not from the 90s, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Thanks for watching. You can subscribe here. Go to Patreon there. Check out Kind of Funny Games over there or see a playlist of some stuff Kevin's assembling over there. Kevin's weird.